0: Oh, yeah, can't. Flip and boom. Ah! Yeah. Oh, that slaps. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see that. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. What is good? What is poppin', everybody? My name is C. And my name is Shaw. And my name is Dan, aka Baby D. And welcome to episode fifty-six of That Happens to Podcast. We have a very special guest co-host in the building. Tell them who the motherfucker you are,
1: son.
2: Uh, what up? My name is D. I go by Bonfire. <laughs> uh, I am the uh, I am the owner and uh, creative director of uh, Lalo Toronto, Lalo Shop, uh, and Lalo Brewery. What up? <laughs>
0: I an extra motherfucking air on but Great to see you again, man. It's uh, it's been a half minute, you know. So it's uh you know you have featured on our other podcast multiple times. So you are the only guest to be on both. Ooh, that Whoa. Oh, hey man, that's sick.
3: That's
0: Ooh. okay. Yeah, that's I, it's actually it's really me. cool.
2: I'm... Go. Oh uh, man, I mean, you know, that's how we vibed originally. It was always the music. So beer always beer music, was always man? just a uh, beer Conduct. was just a vessel,
0: man. That's it, man, and it's. Uh, I think it's really cool because in Canadian craft beer, there's like hardly like as you know in the beer. You're in the beer industry, you know. I shouldn't even say Canadian, actually. That is completely bullshit. It's a very white industry, and very rarely do I even get to have conversations about hip hop. Like you walk into a brewery, a lot of times, you know, particularly at the back, they're playing, maybe, you know, whatever some other type of stuff. So it's pretty few and far between, like. You know, with them two hundred and fifty odd podcasts and I'd say let, like less than five percent of breweries, I think are in that kind of vibe. So it was super refreshing. We'll, we'll get into all of that uh with you here. But since um y'all look got some brew, tell them show them what y'all are drinking real quick. Thank uh
2: you. right now I'm drinking uh the black on both sides. It's uh, our stout uh that we just dropped, but it's 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 insanely good in the summer. Um it is yeah, really uh good, this is uh Ooh. 5.8 5.8 abv but yeah it's it's got a bit of a homage to uh rockefeller but we just flipped the we flipped the b into the r into a b um which came up pretty dope on the record we changed that champagne bottle into that bo- bottle of dom is a bottle of stout and then the rest obviously like you know is the most def uh shout out so we take some font from the album and then there's a lot more little details of like there's a def jam logo there that we flipped and Sick. Yeah, Love it. Man. It's the little details. Little details. But yeah, th- I'm drinking the stout lately because uh, we got a lot of it and summer hit hard fast. So, uh, you know, it's brewer problems. Uh, <laughs> you have to do some leg work. So we got some stout. Whatever. It's so good. Oh, I got it. I'll take, take them home. I'll take <laughs> some stouts home. I ain't I shy. You know the
4: vibes. What do you got, Nosh? uh fresh off the old delivery truck got some badlands brewing diamond shoes double ipa slam that down your neck hole how is she it's great man nice great it's big it's bold she's dank and uh she's you know mosaic and simcoe i
0: love it i'm here for it i'm rocking the uh the seth rogan house plant uh, thc bevo grapefruit flavor I didn't realize, I've been drinking this for a while because I don't really have, oh yeah, I didn't see it. There's not two, they, they had these uh, here for a while and I only saw like fucking two weeks ago. I think I talked about it in on the podcast and he said mm. he had, he star- I thought he said he was starting a cannabis company. But this has been around since like 2017 or something. Like as soon as it was, it was legalized, like he had the company. So It was the
4: flower part that he was like promoting to start because the drinks already allowed to been be. existed.
0: Right. Yeah. That, right. that,
2: that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, he, he had a lot of trouble opening. He's having trouble opening in Canada, I've heard, is what the problem is. He's huge in the States. Really? All that weed and all that stuff is, yeah, but it, oh, really? there's a lot of issues yeah. with him actually opening here because there's not enough um, products. So I think it's like he's bringing in, he's, whatever he's bringing in, like his strains, wherever he's growing from, is not Canadian pot. So there, there's an issue of, um, you know, like how are you an American company? Right. coming in to Canada importing weed does it, he, he can't do it.
0: That's kind of strange. Know, how'd you get that DC. drink? Uh, the SQDC. Yeah, I know, I the, know. Um, SQS, yeah. whatever. It's the weed, government weed store. The Quebec one. Right. And they, they deliver, they do like a courier service oh, so you pay. Because of the pandemic they now, you have to go to the post office and sign for it and I, during the winter the last thing I want to do is minus 25 just pick up this little box of fucking drinks because I don't smoke so. All of the drinks, and um, then you can pay like four dollars extra, and they come to your door and shit. So I fuck yeah, so I've been doing that,
2: but it's good. Oh, uh, it, what a good! That's a great.
0: It's pretty convenient, man. The drinks are sick, and I only, I kept doing them for this podcast because this is only two point five milligrams. It's nothing, but you get like this um, sick. I mean, it's, if you're a smoker, you probably think it's some it's black. It's not enough or whatever, but for me, it's like this smooth. Like and it's like this real consistent buzz that you can like, I can keep. As soon as the podcast's done, like, I'm back to work. I'm doing client shit. I've got to <laughs> process all this stuff. It doesn't end. Like right up to the yeah. like, two minutes before we went live, I was doing BOS promo, which I have to go finish because we have a podcast dropping today. So like promo that, blah, blah. Oh. so this allows you to still focus on doing stuff. Whereas if I don't know, like some people say, like Notion's job mixing, master and stuff, you can get like lit and in the zone, and you're good. Whereas, like, I find if I get lit, I can't, like, write stuff and I start forgetting shit or whatever. So, these drinks are solid. I love it. Shouts set Rapid Crazy. Uh, Craig is in the building. was good, brother, out here. Yo, out CV. here. So, Dan, let's get into, into your shit, man, because you're an interesting uh, individual because you've had uh, you know, a strong history in music. And like I said, we connected primarily over music. And at the time when we met, so we met through Rick and Paul from uh, Sweet Terps Foundation, uh, two amazing DJs, brothers, good friends of both of ours, and um, they were telling us about this bar. It was 2016, I want to say. End of 2016. So it was a hot minute ago, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the year we opened.
0: Right, right. so we, I think you had not open long. They were telling me about it because they knew I was the beer guy, and also that it was a hip-hop-focused bar. At the time, I think you were, you were brewing from the off the rip, but like little bits and it wasn't sort of what the primary value proposition was
2: yeah was, right? yeah i think i think when you were there i think maybe we had two beers uh, honestly i think maybe we had two that I, I was like oh yeah we make our own but we we were not even like uh yeah we weren't even considering like making more, more at that point we were just kind of like you know how, how else can we save money this would be kind of cool we <laughs> just started making making our own shit so that's it's how it started but uh yeah, man, fuck! So long ago. It's crazy that that was that long ago. So I mean, it doesn't
0: feel like it, yeah. Right?
2: Like, yeah, f- five years is a short time, but every five years, you feel like there's like a huge change in your life. I t- think too. Like, uh, that's kind of yeah. how I think in waves. Like every mm-hmm. five years of your life, you're always projecting five years from now.
0: Yeah, that's a really great point, point. and it kind of like you know, I guess it like, aligns with you know the decade. I just turned forty, something like that, and you know, then five. years, I guess I mean that would have been five. <laughs> And Mads is old, we old. You, man. Man, we're old, you just, just turned 40, day. eh? Yeah, man, Mads is fucking old, bro. <laughs> My
2: My, my, my brother like Twenty five. My brother <laughs> just turned 40. Yeah, it's you're kinda, looking young.
0: Thank you. It's a weird, it's a, like, I, I wasn't sure, I'm pretty sure you were younger than me, so that's, it's like, a, it's this weird fucking age, man. Like, I don't really like to talk about it too much, because it's, I don't know, I don't want people to have, I don't want ageism to affect the, The I know, obviously, the great beard gives it away, but. The like, brand or whatever. Yeah, ageism is a real thing. People you know you fucking used to rapping and it. shit. Like, like it, it shouldn't be, that hip hop is, is played with that. But anyway, it's an interesting thing because you're in a position. You got two kids and stuff, and I don't have any. I'm just rapping and doing stuff that like a 25 year is doing. It's weird. Um, I mean, you're doing it. You're running a your bar and doing doing music too. So it's like cool to see the way you've sort of handled that, still being able to have a family, do the beer stuff, do the music. It's fucking dope. Um. Tell tell us about the music stuff, else. Let's start with that. Um, you've got a big history. You've been like doing that for years, hey? Eh? Like, you were touring and like all sorts of serious. Stuff. Yeah,
2: I did. I did some touring. I mean, uh, it, it, uh, for me, music always started with um, you know, uh, I, I went I went to a summer camp, and uh, it was more about just always watching those people at, at campfire, which mm-hmm. was like the like basically like the talent show. When you go to summer camp, people are flexing all their skills, and you're like man i want to be like i want to be like that guy like all the girls like that guy and you know i love music at, at that time i was in, i was more into like uh like sublime and um you know uh like ben harper i, I liked like a lot of uh nice. i liked a lot of writers john butler uh Ozzy, the Aussie john butler i was a big one on mm-hmm. just like you know i i re- i was always big on lyricism and storytelling. So any music that really had a good story, it was always kind of what I was drawn to. And then uh, I started learning guitar uh, when I was 13 on my own. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it just kind of blossomed into a hobby. It was always a hobby. And never, never a passion, but a hobby is how I would always put it. I was never extremely passionate. I never took it too seriously, but I always had it to uh, lean on. It was kind of just like an emotional... Uh, release, and then I met uh, some great dudes. Um, like all musicians, it's you just surround yourself with other people who vibe to the same kind of uh, shit you like. So I met this guy uh, Liam Maloney, uh, Mark Perry, and uh, er- Ernesto Cervini, and uh, yeah, we just we just uh, we started a band called Outtrip, and uh, we kind of just uh, melded a bunch of sounds. We were kind of like a bluesy. But there was like a weird pop element and rock. Uh, and that was, you know, I was young. I was, it's probably two, 2008. So I'm not really understanding our sound, but we just knew we wanted to do it. And, and it felt good. And, you know, and in the, in the moment when you're young, I think that's all you want to do is just make something. Uh, and just to say we did it and have that, we like, we published the, the album and it was a real CD and like, back in the day and you're like holy shit like we got a fucking cd like in my hands and like a (laughs) like a box of them when you pick up the boxes you're just like fuck like i I picked them up with my mom's and i remember just like bawling just like wow it's like this is fucking crazy mom like i just was losing (laughs) it i was just losing it i was like i can't believe like i have a cd like that's my face that's my name in my own album with music i wrote so for me i guess yeah big bucket list but never like really like a trained musician, and I think that was uh, always my forte. My, my My gift is my my voice, and I'm not afraid to say it. I, I am confident in my singing. I, I'm a singer. Like I, at heart, I'm a singer, and uh, I love music. I have an ear for music, but it's my my vocals that I always wanted to kind of show off. So we did a tour in uh, Australia. We did, and then we, we ended up staying out there. I fucking love Oz. Uh, my my wife and I, who were dating at the time, we ended up being there for almost two years and then when we when we came back uh like every band shit just breaks up for no reason everyone just has to move on make real money and uh and i and i was like fuck that noise i'm not done i, I have a lot more to do so i i just kept playing and i played the circuit in toronto and then that's when i started going by bonfire my last name's is bonifero so it kind of just came naturally and people always called me that. And that's where music started for me. Um, So it's just Mm kind of like, that was just where it was. So that's how I kind of just went by that name and that moniker. And then I just kind of embraced it, kind of started writing like ghost stories and uh, just fucked up shit. Like I was just writing like, you know, hallucinations and uh, turning all of these like, you know, bonfire esque tales into stories. And that's just kind of how I started writing. Mm. Uh, music for a while and i put out a little ep uh and it's on soundcloud and you know i'm proud i'm super proud of it it's very different um and then uh my wife got pregnant and that and then shit just uh got real and i i basically had to say uh you know i I, i'm never gonna lose it it's always a part of me and uh, i will play again i know i will but uh that was my moment of uh, i need to make a a change and you know um that's kind of like how Lalo was uh, born. And and that was like that thing. Like my son was born in 2016 and so was the bar. It all, it all just happened at once. But yeah, the music was my life. It still is my life. And everything I do with Lalo is always based around music. And everyone knows that. Like if anyone who knows me, like you guys, it's every decision I make is based around the music. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I've never like put beer, I've never put beer in front of anything. I always like use the music, uh culture uh and and the city and all of our friends who are in the 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 art scene and music scene, and I kind of just use that as a stage to kind of flex our business and that's like that's become kind of how i work i I work through the music and it's kinda how I always keep it with me. It's like someone who like a gifted athlete or something, but like they just they don't make it pro, but they go and do broadcasting. And it's just as great. It's just as good as being an athlete because you're still surrounded by the sport your whole life. Mm. Like, you know, something like that, like being in the bar scene, it's just kept me close to all the music. And actually it's opened up way more doors for me in general with music too. So
0: I guess because you music meeting music coming through, right? People are just coming in and yeah. to DJs and people know you there, in, in a different yeah, way, and context. They, they,
2: yeah, I I, be, I became the curator. I became mm-hmm. the, I became the host. I, like you know, I like to say we're just like all torchbearers of, you know, hip hop mm-hmm. culture. Or like you know, we're just like we're all just preaching to this the same the same like group of people. Like we all just want to share music and help each other get everyone else heard, especially when you like everyone's music too. Um, but yeah, man, I, I do miss playing. And I do have I do have like my guitar and everything set up at the bar now. Like you guys would love I like Noa if you ever can come through, man. You got to come see the space now. You're exactly. still in the city, right? Yeah. yeah. You got to come see it because now now it's like a shop. Now it's like basically like a hip hop museum. Like I- I've changed it into right. like basically a wa- a walking retail s- store. And then there's just it's the just bar in the back. But- yeah, so the main floor is just like floor, yeah. just this great like hub you have to walk around the table, like there's lots of stuff to look at on all the walls, all the clothes now, like it's just like it's just like there's just that now I'm this has become more of a lifestyle. So it's just funny how it's just like each year I'm still like trying to tweak and get myself back in the music scene somehow. Hmm. You know, working working with more and more musicians and then I mean Even with you, like, I got to do that track with you, man. And that was, like, a huge thrill for me because I miss playing, man. And, like, I jumped at the second you asked me. And uh, I took that really seriously. Like, I was like, fuck, I got to write this song. I got to write this hook. And I remember going in, like, (laughs) I, I was, like, I was nervous. And uh, you guys obviously like you guys set a good mood in that studio. But like as soon as you guys just like let me write that hook and everyone was down, I was like, ah oh, man, the thrill and the rush of being in a studio uh, unmatched. There's just no other feeling like it. I, I mean, it's just I felt I felt so good for days after that session, man. So just uh, I would have done. I would have kept going, honestly.
0: I love that weakness. It a I'm, special I'm really session for sure. It really was. Yeah. Like, for the exact reason you just said. So one of the things that stuck with me, hey, Dave Tiff, is I like, killed that track. Like that hook is super, obviously that track was super special. <laughs> it's coming out on the, um, the note just wrapped up. It's like 97% finish. We're just waiting a while. Oh, we've gone, track. we've gone up a percentage. We've gone up a percentage. I think I told you 96. notes being tweaked it. Got, <laughs> oh, it's so close. Tiff was like, damn, damn. It was really was It's like the
4: biggest track on the album. It's it's, uh, hectic.
0: No. Man, I love listening to it. Oh, it's so beautiful, man. Because look, even just adding the the strings to it and stuff and what Nosh did with the mix. But like the fact you came through, we were friends already, right? So like that's one thing. The fact that you were like, you would give your time and and be down to do the track. Particularly a very personal track um, like that, which was really important to me.
2: Yeah. As soon as you set that for me, like as soon as you... Put that on the table. I'm like, oh, this is like a fucking serious song. I got a lot of trust, man. You just put so much trust out there for me. You didn't even really know me that, that well like yet. That. Like,
0: no, true, because it would have been less than a year. We recorded July 2017, which is whack. It was that long ago? But um, that, and I guess we met nine months or something before that. But That's we cool. had a we had a vibe though, and I feel like I've been I've been to Layla like like whatever we went every single time we're in the city, it was like we had to go to Layla. Even like like Rick and Paul were off, in, off in there, but we always went by to see you and Colin. And just the fact that you came through the lab, and this is what I always respect about you, man. You came through and you took that shit so fucking serious and you explained every bar, every bar you talked about <laughs> it for like a minute or something, God, this is what it means and you gave me the whole context. So I'm like, cool. it's perfection, it's beautiful, like even talk about yes. it, like goosebumps. I love it. It's a, such a beautiful song, man. Um, so I appreciate you forever for that shit. And I like, like
2: you know, uh, I, love I love. I appreciate the opportunity, man. It's an honor. It's an honor and uh, a privilege. Honestly, like, I just love being a part of shit like that. Like, it's a, uh, it's a huge thrill. It's a huge thrill for me to just keep my, my uh, cup full mm. all the time when it comes to music and make sure that I'm not, uh, I'm not taking uh, it for granted. Like, I need to. I need to make time. I have more time for it in general. I miss playing. I need to play more.
0: Yeah, man. You you make it like that's what I like. Even doing this album, because I did it so long ago, it's in the finishing stages. I'm working on a bunch of other stuff, but everything is moving so slow because Mm -hmm. as you get older and things are involved, you've got family, I've got the business, I've got all these side projects that are just taking up mad time. And the one thing that always suffers is the thing that doesn't really drive the revenue. So like the music unfortunately gets kind of pushed back a bit. I'm fortunate that this album I had in the can, and I've got almost got this other project done. And me and Nosh are about to do a bunch of singles, which I'd love to talk to you about after like to get some dope. stuff going with you. But, like, dope. yeah, it's one of those things that it was cool to hear that because that week, as well, even for us, like that, that was the first time we'd ever done that. We were in the studio for those five days, 11 to 11. Like, I would have been longer, but the engineer kicked us out at 11 p.m. every day. That was the deal we had. Yeah. But um, it was like such a dope week because some of it we wrote in there. Some of it we just we pre wrote and recorded and tweaked it and we just had a session session yeah. to like every single person like that project I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the whole thing, but
2: oh I've listened I've listened to it a few You're times there? man yeah no I I'm, I enjoy it that's and sick. I I haven't done the I haven't done the car test yet which I'll probably do next I just have to figure out that's how to boring. play it through my system, but I want to do a, a drive with it I'll probably drive to work with it in the next day or two
0: I'd love yeah that's you my number tweaks. one okay sick but it was like that's okay, how I really it? can hear. it. The car test is, is the key, man, for sure. And if so, there's any, yeah. any thoughts, because you're a musician, like, let Nosh know, because um, he's in still His tweak case. mode right now. We're just trying to, because we're still waiting on one more vocals for the title track, as soon as that comes, nope. then it's basically done. But in the meantime, Nosh is just doing, you know, master 2.3, 2.4 for every song, you know, like, just little
1: <laughs> little great. things.
0: And I'm updating the SoundCloud every single time like, uh, he sends me a, a master So. Everything is fresh, but yeah. that, that week was super dope, and I think that was a really good point you made because a lot of people don't really understand what that is. And usually, like musicians or people who make music, are like a one or the other. And what the way you just described the studio, like that was one of my favorite weeks of my life because we were all in there every day. The creative energy was disgusting. Everyone was contributing. Oh, it was- yeah. putting it all there. Like I, I would take, and this is kind of more of a question for both of you. Unfortunately, I dance on the musician, but, um, baby D's. Um, the, do you guys like, do you guys prefer studio or performing? Oh,
2: studio. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do love, I love playing live. Absolutely. And there's a huge thrill of it, but I mean, any live show, as an artist you're gonna you're gonna critique your show after Heavy. and you're gonna be like ah fuck that shit mm. up in the, in the studio you just yeah. keep going back and back and you don't give a fuck at one point you're just like you just you're lost you just lost in the the creation zone mm. and I, I mean and that i wish i had that kind of like money to just be like you know like you know, whenever you're in town, like, let's just go to a studio. No, no plans. Let's just all meet. Like, I. I, that's how people now, that's how people are making music now. I mean, once you've made it into a, a certain, you know, abyss of the music industry, you basically just have that 24 hour access and you can just literally, you know, blaze one up, have some people, some dudes humming something and you're like, yo, what are you humming? And then they like, they take that shit and then You know, someone puts the keys on it and then they call on their buddy, like, bring your trumpet. And then it's like the whole night, (laughs) the whole night, the whole night just gets fucking insane. And like those nights, oh my God, like that's literally magic. That's like magic in a bottle. It's like something you can't replicate. It's like literally like that is the human, like that, like there's just something so
1: beautiful about
2: that. It's like, uh, dude, honestly, like what, what is better? Like, honestly, like making babies and making music. It's like, what, what is better than, I mean, it's just like, it's the same thing. It's the same thrill. You're just like, you, tr- you throw a big track on And then when you hit play and you finally are just like, holy fuck. Like, or you just raise something for, and then everyone in the room re- like reacts. Those are, yeah, studio, 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Fuck. Even
0: just the way yeah. you're talking about that. I can't Although, even tell you. Go on, no screen.
4: The live, yeah, the live, uh, you know, avenue is is super rewarding as well because you get to see the reaction in real time from real people mm. in front of you, and it's like, oh shit, they actually fucks with it like we fuck with it in the studio. But as as uh, Uncle Dan was saying, that the <laughs> whole whole energy and the whole spark of things when you are creating it, whether I'm you know recording somebody. And you I'm like, no, nah, spit it like this or whatever. Like, There's lots of different creative wins along the way to make the thing that makes the concept, the place, go off. So I think mm. it's all born in the studio. It's also very rewarding doing it live, but the initial live uh, collaborative effort in the studio is, is like, unmatchable, I think, is kind of what Uncle Dan's yeah. touching on. Yeah, uh, really booms, good point. Giddy-pup.
0: I feel like we didn't have as many great experiences with live shows. Like, we've toured, but not extensively. And it was always been, we've had some really great shows, but I yeah. would say maybe 10, 15% were great and the rest were pretty average to shit. And like Character building. Yeah. Like it, I, like we could say we've been like in horrendous crowds and we, we've been able to turn crowds. We've been able to not turn crowds. Yeah. And like, you know, I'm like, I don't have any urge at all to perform. If I never perform ever again, I do not give a flying fuck. I just want to make the music in the studio. Like you know, that's why I guess we've got it at, at home right here. Um, because we can do whatever we want, whatever we want. I've got a studio i got this year. It's not the same as a big studio, obviously. It's not as... But it, these are, we've got great quality equipment. We don't need shit. But there's something to be said about what you're talking about. We need to look like random. Yeah, and yeah no, Create, and stars
2: create Do you want to paint or do you want people just... Like, do you want your paint just to be on a wall for people to look at? Like, I would rather just keep painting. And then yeah. toss the next one yeah like, I, I just love i love creating man i think cre- creation is just like a constant it's just a constant cycling of like it's like when i'm in the the space like i'm i'm just rearranging the room like to me that is me painting or creating like um you know I, i'm making labels for the bottles and, um you know I just like I just miss music so much. Like I feel like that's why I vibe with you guys so much because I I like really keeping um, my musicians friends really close. I feel like they they matter most to me because there's something you know like we're um, there's it's it's just like some people just don't get it. I don't mm-hmm. just you know I think it's just straight up. I don't I don't think people understand. Like it's not about making a big track or. Uh, you know, making it. It's just about it's just about creating. Like it's 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 about releasing, you know, your fucking soul onto something and just what we like to we like to see people react. It's it's fun. It's fun to just see why they do it. Because you guys can do so many styles. Like you guys aren't pigeonholed in the one one uh hip hop genre either. Like I know you guys could boom bap if you wanted to. Like and then I feel like you guys like are literally just Sometimes just playing the card of what, what's good right now. And you guys know how to do it because you guys have a good ear for it. Like, I I wouldn't even know the new style stuff. Like, I wouldn't even know, like, what people are looking for anymore. Like, I, I'm – and not to say that I'm an old soul. I just, like, I know what I like now. Mm-hmm. So, it's more like, you know, I'd probably – I'd just probably go into quick hi-hats and deep bass, like, bass lines all the time. But – uh, no, you guys definitely have a ear for it, which is dope because I know when I need to make a fucking track, I'll be coming to you.
0: Matt, how should and this actually that's a really oh, good damn. point because we're all like we've been doing it for a while. We're of that like generation before now. Like and we came up in the twenty tens for the most part, like in this the last decade as well, but most, like it all kind of began then. We we all approach it differently. I feel like I was the old man and Nosh too, where we were really like, no, we're not doing this trap bullshit. Fuck that. And then in like,
4: yeah,
0: I think it was 2015. This dude gave <laughs> me a trap beat and I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And I enjoyed the challenge of rapping, the, doing the trap flow. rapping um, good. On rap, trap rapping. Beat. Thank you. rapping good. Yeah. And well <laughs> on a trap beat.
4: Cause that wasn't happening. No. So she's like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Watch me. come.
0: Exactly. And I felt like, I can out, and this is not everyone rappers, like, super kind I know I'm not the greatest rapper in the world, but I can out-rap basically any of these new guys because I can rap on their shit, but you can't do my shit. You can't do my bap, my Kanye West song shit. You can't fucking do that. Yeah, you yeah. don't have the, yeah, the technical don't have that, ability. Feeling. They don't have the feeling. They don't have the soul. They don't have the pocket. Sorry, they're only your mans. But, like, yeah. they just don't have the pocket that we have. So I can do exactly what they do, but talk about something that's not pussy money, cars, whatever. And... They typically Violence. can't do that. Now, there's some people which we'll talk about in the music. There's a couple of dudes for new stuff that impressed me in what they've uh, been doing. I'm starting to understand it, trying not to be as grumpy old man about it. And when I sort of just let it down, and be, like, hey man, it is what it is. Like, I like yeah. what I like too, but I've been trying to sort of fuck with it and we let it like, you know, as you saw on the album, there's only one trap song on, on the album and that was super fun song. That's going to be a video with the one as well. And like, That's sick. And it was cool, but it was still our type of track. It wasn't like this aggressive fucking, you know, those Rick Ross Justice League, like beats, like those type of joints. But yeah, Yeah. it's an interesting sort of thing, and it's kind of fun to play with that. I think it's like a nicer place to be where you can, like, hover the blur the lines a bit and you're comfortable in kind of multiple zones, like you were saying. Like,
2: that's that's why it's so
0: beautiful. Yeah. Some it works then you are allowed
2: to do it. You're allowed to try and you can do other like you can that's the beautiful thing about just being a musician. You don't have to be a certain style, like you can literally just jump around and do whatever fuck. Like, um, I don't know, like who's a prime like Beastie Boys, like they, they did everything, man. They did they they started as punk punk and ska, and then they took a risk and started sampling, and then they went full on hip hop and then they went into uh instrumental. Like they were just like it's so cool and you can just you can just be however you feel like whatever music you are feeling you can you can create that mm. i feel like that's a huge huge thing like you know i know it wouldn't be accepted with a lot of specific artists like i feel like people would be like oh what the hell like what's why is uh what? like remember kendrick was rumored to be doing like a rock album but that never happened i don't think right there. um mm-hmm. But I was like, I'd be all for it. I, I was actually curious if it was going to happen. And i even, um even uh, there's another dude who did like a Rage Against the Machine cover, uh, Denzel Curry. Oh, Denzel. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, man, if oh, he yeah. does a rock out, if he does a rock album, I'm I'm in. Like, there were so many guys. Look, just, yeah, dude. Like.
0: That's a really good yeah. You did that him.
2: crazy. He did that crazy project. I forget that recent project with uh with Kenny Beats, white right? white dude Kenny Beats. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are like, yeah. Kenny Beats is like, funny man. Oh, the video walls, game man. one.
0: The video game that was fucking yeah. interesting. See, that was that's fucking hot. Like that. Project. That stuff's
2: cool because it's not like something you're gonna like. Oh yeah, like I'm gonna share this with everybody. But no, I mean, it's like, it's 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 a mood. It's like definitely something that yeah I don't I don't necessarily think I'm gonna listen to all the time but when I listened to it it was kind of like when I listened to Deltron like 3030 30, I was just like mm-hmm. this is fucking Ooh. fucked up I love it <laughs> like I don't even know what's happening. It was one of the like craziest most like eccentric hip hop albums I've ever heard. Yes. Like and once once I heard that I'm like oh man how beautiful is this game of hip hop? Like it is Very so diverse. It's so diverse. You can do anything. It's literally every genre in, in one. That's why it's the best genre in, in music.
0: That's a great fucking point. There's this Aussie rapper that I really like named Oday. And he, he always did that kind of Drakey sing-songy flow. Like he had bars and he was style, into, yeah. intelligently written and sort of these sing-songy hooks. And they were great. He was he's killing it. Then his last album, he dropped like two weeks ago. was legit guitar indie pop. And I fucking love it. I've been bumping it. Like, I've been cool. going back to it. And I'm like, this, not every track's for me, but like the ones that hit, I'm like, it's, I wake up with the songs they are dead ass. So I'm like, this is shit. I know, Noach. So I know you think it's like ridiculous, but I, I watched, I guess, I don't know, I just like that. No, song it's right okay. There. It just doesn't not always. Just, no, it's either not either. for you, but that's the point, right? Because he was like, hey, I even saw a video where he was, and this comes back to what you were saying, Dad. He was like, hey, guys, you know, I'm always gonna be a rapper. Hip-hop is my number one, but I just wanted to do this album. I'm gonna go back to rap. Like, this one, it's going to be this indie kind of pop vibe. And that's what it is. Yeah, And I was like, I respect cool. the fuck out of that because he has balls to do that. Because in rap, going that far left is probably a little more of a risk than, say, Denzel doing a Rage Against the Machine type of, um, you know, yell, screamy album. So I like that. The way you position that, hip-hop is all genres. I think that that really sums it up. And that's why it's such a beautiful thing. We can all, you know, fuck with whatever, you know, we just dropped a single that had straight like guitars like just straight rock stuff as well and no shoes is also just same and beats it's like it's a beautiful imagine beat.
2: Nate Dog imagine Nate Dog just doing like uh acoustic like love love album like that would be, that crazy. Would be epic like it's <laughs> incredible that like i mean rest in peace Nate Dog i wish i wish we had got way more Nate Dog uh, material in his life like obviously we ha- he gave us all the hooks we wanted but I always thought about like, man. Imagine like Nate Doug just put out like an R&B album that just like destroyed all R&B albums.
4: Yeah. Well, there's that song with uh, Anderson Park because Dre let him use the vocals, and he had that. Oh, yeah. uh, was it on? Was it
0: that called? was on
2: uh,
4: was uh,
0: Venice, um, Ventura? No, or Ventura. Ventura
2: or the or the other or one? There's the, there's Malibu. two other that one. came out like right after each other. Yeah. Wasn't it back to back, like a few Venice couple months me. apart?
0: Because uh, it was Malibu was the big one. one. Um venice then malibu and then there was two more you're right, you're, right, you're right um yeah that's a great point man it's uh yeah it's it's super we're super like fortunate to have like all of us been on this genre pretty early in the game and, and stick yeah like, over time to see it change and evolve because i'm so young right like who knew where it was going to go so it's kind of oh cool yeah to, man. to ride that wave way um
2: it's been a crazy thing to watch
0: yeah, hell yeah. Let's maybe let's touch on the bar side of it as well, just because we didn't get into that. So when you started the bar, why? Did, and it's a bar slash brewery. I don't, don't want to like take away from the fact that you are like heavily making, you know, you've ramped up the production of the beer. You've really drilled down the recipe, to color, killing the game. Um, you know, tell C-dubs. us a tell us why you decided to do a bar slash like a beer bar primarily slash micro nano brewery actually um that was you know that had pictures of like Park in, in the bathroom and fucking big and Ken and like all new all artists like just people you fuck with you got Brian from Legends League to do a mural he's a legend in the city um you know you have actual well-respected hip-hop DJs from all over the city and beyond playing at the bar you know you hold album releases you know for Noche, uh you did it for Nilla sure. and it was down with Getter Socks and them like um, you know why, why did you decide to take that risk and do something in an industry that primarily like uh, historically sorry hasn't really been involved or supported anything either?
2: yeah uh, I mean like a lot of, like a lot of times you know Colin and I obviously you know we 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 do realize we are two two you know Italian born sons and like we we just like really really love hip-hop culture and everything it's about and we accept that you know although we're not like the culture we are definitely torchbearers of sharing it Mm -hmm. and i felt like my whole life i was always looking for a bar like lalo i just felt like you know like hip-hop hip-hop people hip-hop heads we're basically misfits right we're we're a bunch of dudes uh homies girlfriends everybody and we're we're all just looking for people to honestly just like share music with we're yes. we're all we're all very egotistical with our music and like what we share and everyone likes to like you know show up to the to the bar and be like yo i got a track for y'all and someone made a tape or uh i, I just bought the vinyl fuck y'all i got it first or some <laughs> shit like that we're, we're all we're all just like um uh like magically connected and like i I'd said it the other day to my boy Andell DJ B-Bat who's been uh spinning every saturday at Lalo right now on twitch he uh we were talking about like you know how like andell and i have become friends like o- only over the last two years but like when we were t- when we talk like you'd think we known each other since we were kids it's crazy like and and it's just because of how much hip hop knowledge we both have and when we're talking it's like you know we we've known each other forever it's it's fun people ask us all the time they're like yo how long you know each other we're like dude met like two years ago it's bastard's barbecue but like the connection is like you go to a show man and there's like a hundred people 300 people at like an underground hip-hop show and you don't know anybody in there and you don't think anyone listens to that album except you you really don't know anyone you can even remember in your right mind who you're like man that's so cool you listen to atmosphere or like somebody like you just don't know people who listen to that stuff all the time, and then you find a room full of them, and they're all bobbing together, and you're like, no you're in wants. that room with all these people. I'm like, fuck, I love, love it. Why is everyone so fucking cool in here? And then like everyone's, everyone's got everyone's got a good style. Everyone's buying the merch. Everyone's fucking rolling up. Everyone's you know. Then there's dancers. Then there's like you know designers. Then you just start realizing like, fuck, man, hip hop has it all. It really does. It's like there's such a family, uh, cohesiveness to it. Yeah. And, uh, I, I knew I just wanted to make a, a well-known hip hop spot in the city. And I feel like that was my number one goal. Uh, everything else kind of just fell, it fell into place with Colin, who Colin Weddick, our, our head brewer. Uh, he doesn't want to be known as a brewmaster. So we just call him the brewer. Um, he, he, uh, he's also, uh, he's the part owner with me and, uh, he, he was just making wine and beer at home. Uh, and, uh, he brought wine to me once and I'm like, dude, this is, I said, honestly, man, like I buy cheap wine all the time. I would, I'd buy like two cases of this from you right now. And, uh, he's like, Oh, actually, I make beer too. And I'm like, bro, this is crazy. Like we should be making beer. And, uh, he kind of laughed at it. Uh, you know, imposter syndrome. He's like, ah, I'm not really a brewer, but I'm like, no, fuck it. Let's, let's fucking make a beer, man. So he made one. And, uh, originally we were just going to open up like a Belgian beer bar and we're like, yo, let's just like open up a dope beer bar for like the heads. But like, we'll like kind of, you know, teach them a little bit about beer. Like, you know, we both were working at another brewery before. So we thought like, how dope would it be just to be like, basically where we work now, take that like model, but just like flush it in hip hop culture and then beer is the afterthought and the music is the front runner. So like everything about the space is what lures you in. And then the beer is just like a conversation started. So people would have like, you know, a Duval or a Rodenbach Grand Cru, but they'd never heard of that beer before. Uh, but then, you know, we're pumping like Dawes effects and, uh, you know, yeah. people are like, like, people are just like sitting there like, I feel like hip hop royalty. I got this chalice full of like a sour beer I've never had before. Chalice. It will pump in like the fucking classic hip hop. And it was, uh, it worked. It worked. And I think that's just what it was. I just, I think I, I was just trying to create something selfishly that I've always wanted. Um, and uh, obviously, if I'm going to spend the amount of time I am going to spend there, like knowing anything you're going to open uh, as an entrepreneur, you know you're going to be there every fucking day. Uh, blood sweat and tears. So I just knew I wanted to no matter what I did, I had to create a great room that I wanted to be in all the time. And um, you know, uh if you build it they will come type shit. It's like feel the dreams. Like it's if you just keep mm-hmm. putting in the work and uh stick to the exact same model and don't uh don't feel forced, don't don't do anything gimmicky, no puns. I mean, I literally have never made a beer with like uh uh, an obvious, uh, you know. I mean, there are there's so many stupid puns you could easily do, but I never would want to because that wouldn't that wouldn't be uh, the right way in, in my mind. So it was just like let's just be really soft with it. Let's not nerd out at all. Let's just try to be really low key about our love of the hip hop stuff. And you know, even if you don't love hip hop, you might just come in and actually realize. You know, maybe maybe this maybe this space and this culture and uh, our people are for you too. And then, you know, it's it's a it's a bit of like my love letter to hip hop, I guess. Laylo in general, it's kind of like me just trying to create that uh, nostalgia for myself that I had as a kid in general when I first heard, you know, LL LL Cool J and uh, Pete Rock and you know, Public Enemy as a kid those are all like the beginning stages for me. And then, you know, tribe and far side. And uh, I just want people to be like a part of that energy and that synergy of like jazz and Motown and sampling and cuts. Mm. Like I love it. everything else was always just kind of thought it was like, yeah. I mean, why don't we get more beer? Oh fuck man. Why don't we make another beer? Fuck it. Why don't we just make like them on rotation? And then, uh, you know, after that, just like, you know, eventually we started doing live music. You know, hosting, like, like you said, we did NoSha's release. It's like we did a ton of like release parties. Um, and then we just started dropping clothes like any, like, you know, any hip hop show would have a bunch of merch. Like, why don't we have a bunch of merch? So it's just like, I, I just tried not to force it.
0: I just tried to make it feel normal. Love it, man. It's so authentic, though, and I feel like that the people that really bang with Layla, like fucking bang with it hard, and I think it's because you did exactly what you said. You selfishly made something for you, and typically, if you are fulfilling a need that you have, there are other people who also need that, what that thing fulfilled, and um, that's what entrepreneurialism is all about, is solving problems. So there was a severe lack of hip-hop bars... Anywhere, let alone Toronto, which is the biggest city in the country, so it makes the most sense. Obviously, that's known as the hip hop so epicenter of the country as well, so it makes sense there. You know, you're in a dope area, you've delivered everything. I just almost couldn't believe what I was seeing because even at the time, we had only had BOS for about a year and a half, so we were, you know, a little like I'd been exploring breweries and stuff, but not to that depth as much. And I just never seen anything like it. And even in my travels, I mm-hmm. you know the closest thing is another good friend of yours Chris at Beerwax in Brooklyn which is a similar thing but they don't make their own beers they just have the sickest fucking the vinyl DJs and tap amazing tap lists and stuff and mm-hmm.
3: you know,
0: other half was playing hip hop a lot a lot of breweries in America probably play hip hop but it's not authentic as much it could just be what the bartenders listen yeah, to
2: like they ain't, they're not curating their playlists no no they're just playing exactly. probably
0: a Spotify yeah. thing or whatever the fuck and just because the bartenders want to listen to it and to put it on, yeah, and it doesn't. I don't think hip hop is their ethos about the business, so it's really dope that, um, that you do that. But I definitely want to touch on the merch real quick um, before we move on to the other segments because the merch is some of the coolest shit I've seen. Like my favorite shit, you did the um, uh, the Northern Touch uh, Mob Deep set that I caught last summer with the blue, basically based off Mob Deep, and it you know it says Layla with the Mob Deep font on the t shirt on the, on like the right. Yeah. place there and then you got the shorts to match. Like a more bleed out, like crypt out, It's it's just like such a, a fresh thing. I like the way that you started you weren't doing that at first, right? You've you've moved the label like you were explaining before on black on both sides, you flip the Rockefeller logo, you flip the most deaf font, you flip the Dela um, stuff, um, uh, on, on one of the launches with the flowers on the merch, you did the Bonita Cider, you've done the like the um, uh, low end theory kind of in you know, a the red, black and, and green print. Like you've taken these iconic hip hop things and you know, beaten the cease and desist angle, but made them your own enough, and and uh, <laughs> you know, like yeah. Tell us a bit more about the merch because obviously you were doing merch for off the rip that was selling like mad quick, but you like tripled down
1: over the last
0: year. The-
2: the, uh, in the be- in the beginning we were <coughs> just doing like um uh like quick little drops and and you know the first like three shirts we did um was like you know the classic Run DMC flip lay low. And then we did a uh, okay player and we, but it just said Laylo, and it's uh, giving you true bruise since 2016. And then we did the ice cube logo, which just, it just looked good. And that was it. I, I did those. And then when at the anniversary, the, the anniversary, we did like the, the penny, the penny, we always did the penny tee. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, eventually, eventually we released some hats, but, uh, yeah, I never, I never like thought of it as a, an actual way of, uh, making money. Um, But then, yeah, when, when COVID came, um, uh, I was like, yeah, I was, I think I was just trying to think of like how to really change my, my brand. And and I always wanted Lalo to be bigger than a bar and bigger than beer. And I was like, maybe, maybe we just go the full lifestyle brand way. Like maybe, what if I like actually take this fully seriously and, uh, start focusing on like high quality garments and, um. We'll do a few more flips. Because, you know, I did my research on... I love fashion, I mean, in general, streetwear. So I just did, like, a research on a bunch of brands that I've always, like, uh, respected and loved. And uh, Logo Flips 101, like, that's kind of how a lot of brands get started. They kind of take uh, uh, co- uh, pop culture moments and turn them into their own, but it identifies who they fuck with and what they like. Um, so I was like, okay, well, what if I do a couple of logo flips just for the beginning, but then eventually into my own name. And then eventually I just start doing stuff with my brand name on it because now everyone knows the Lelo household name. And that's why I'm, that's what I'm trying to get. Um, that's like my, my little empire, uh, thought about how to, how do I keep it going? But yeah, this, so I've gotten basically to the point where now this year, um, it's like a bunch of collabs with other mm-hmm. clothing lines and companies, and I'm not just releasing clothes anymore. Like now I'm going to be releasing like household items. Um, you know, uh, like, fuck, like I'm, I'm just, I have so many things in the pocket right now. It's actually crazy how much I had planned last year. And now it's actually evolved into bigger drops and events that, uh, we'll be doing all, all summer and probably to the end of the year. But, you know, it's, uh, it's really fun. I mean, I, I didn't know. I, uh, I knew I always liked fashion, but, I didn't really, I didn't really see myself being like, so this uh, in, in deep into like picking up wovens and finding uh, the perfect hat that fits. And, you know, I found these hats in Australia that like I couldn't find anywhere and I had to ship them because I couldn't, I couldn't like not get them. I needed that exact hat. Um, You know, I I changed our Lalo logo uh, mid year last year to kind of separate the brewery and the uh, lifestyle. Sure. So like the lifestyle has mm-hmm. its own line now and the brewery has its own logo now. So, cause I wanted, I think to like, kind of take like people to take the, the line seriously, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's been really fun. And then, and then like, uh, <clears throat> like you said, they all, they're all intertwined. So like, uh, as I was releasing, I was like, fuck, we should be maybe putting these designs on the bottles uh, and then it kind of just made sense to start re-releasing all of our beers and giving, like, each beer, like, the celebrity treatment. So, like, at first when we started bottling, all the bottles had the same generic uh, logo and label, and it just had the beer name. But then we were like, yo, like, why don't we just fucking, like, let's release Lightworks, but do the full De La Drop. Like, let's do, like, tie-dye shirts and, like, let's give it a full label and, like, make it pop and make it exciting to release a beer at Lalo. So we did it for every beer and we've been doing it consistently and we're releasing uh, a bunch of beers with like even other breweries. And even in that regard, I'm, I'm like jumping in on other breweries and saying like, would you mind if I did everything? Like, I, like when, when we, when we do like a collab, like, like I, I literally like, I'm going to stop right there. I got this. They're just like, okay, cool. So I was like, you guys make the beer. I got everything. Like, let me, let me have fun with this. I'll send you everything to approve, but like, please let me be like, just let, let me make this special. Cause like collabs should be special. Like it's happened so often that like, actually there are incredible beers that are released. Like always, like when there is a real collab, the beer is usually a phenomenal, but they're always forgotten. And I find like those collabs that like a lot of brewers do, it's like three breweries sometimes that get together and do it. I feel like there's just not enough put in. Like, you know, I was always like, man, they should like release a shirt or like a hat for this beer. Like this is like a one-time thing. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of, I push like all the breweries all the time to be like, you know, like let's do like a real drop. Like when we release this, let's get people really excited about us working together. So that's like another thing. I'm kind of like really pushing all these breweries. I've, I have done a few collabs. I have a few more coming, but like we just did one with Shacklands. Uh, we just released that it's a Belgian blonde. um, and Shacklands actually, they name all their beers just straight up what the style is, mm-hmm. and uh, I was like, all right, well, let's just make a blonde. And uh, I immediately was like, I mean, again, I ne- I never want to force things, but it seemed too obvious not to just acknowledge Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, why don't we? Why don't we just do the blonde thing? But like, let's uh, let's sh- we, we we sat down, me and my boy Andrew Campana, and we just like we just took all the small old school details of Frank. And then we put it all on a, like a collage and some people will get it and other people won't. Like I'm, I'm not saying a, a bunch of Shaq drinkers listen to Frank, but Frank is pretty much a household name. And I just <laughs> thought it, it was just like, it, it would just be cool to drop a beer. That's just called, they call their beers just by their name. So I'm like, cool. And let's just call it Blanc. And then that's just kind of how it started. But like th- that was fun. And then we, we released the can and, uh, it coincided with pride month which i did not plan that just kind of worked uh in our favor and uh now we're now we're releasing like i'm just i'm gearing up right now for like our my biggest release uh which has nothing to do with logo flips anymore but i have doing like a very big drop which is uh essentially like a ton of garments um house stuff for the house i've been t- i've been preaching this kind of thing about um so I feel like I'm talking too much, but no, the, uh, I've been talking this kind of um, lifestyle of Layla. like there's a Jockey or soul selection, I forget the name of it, but they're they are they are like
3: yeah. wine
2: in in wine incense and music. And I was like, that's fucking stupid. And I <laughs> hated it. I read it and I was like, no one's not not everyone's fucking lightened incense and drinking wine. Uh, and you can't just say music because then you're just you could be anybody. Like what? What kind of? How is this a slogan? How is this a slogan? And uh, I, it's more it's more jealousy if anything because Joe K is so cool and he just he's living the coolest That's life. True.
3: Yeah.
2: So I so I was just like you know if if I if I were to make if I were to make mine I would just call it beers vibes and the homies. And then we were all sitting there, obviously, like. Yo, beers, vibes, and homies. Beers, vibes, and homies. And then I was like, "Yo, I'm drop. I'm dropping a line. That's literally based on this. So, there's a huge drop coming. We're filming a short film next week, and uh, we just finished all the product shots. I'm like, I'm super excited about this. Like, it's probably like something I've been like kind of building myself up to be uh, more uh, comfortable because it's like imposter. With, for me too, like I have no training in this and I'm tr- now, and now I feel confident in it. So it's like, you know, you just got to keep at it. But uh yeah, the clothing has become like a huge passion for me and it's definitely like giving me a vessel uh into the lay realm and it's opening up more doors for me to work with more people. And uh like I said, it's like beer, beer is just the vessel. Beer is just the excuse to get together with a lot of people. Like, you know, it's it's have a beer but let's talk about how we can work together and like mm-hmm. the networking the networking in the community has become like my number one kind of uh like my passion project it's just like i don't know how long i'm gonna have Laylo and i just want to make an impact like i just want people to like talk about Lalo one day and just be like man the times we had there and the things they did and you know the people they brought together you know i just i just want to make like a difference that's it like i just want to like make it like a part of everyone's lives like you know those days in the summer you're with your friends and you're home music that's what we all do that's all that's all i'm trying to do and like selfishly you know i get to do that a lot which is great because i get to mm-hmm. see people all the time and enjoy it um but yeah man
0: it's been a crazy ride that's all i can say I fucking love it man that's yeah, great trying. so we'll keep uh whenever you're dropping stuff i'll make sure to mm-hmm. share that on social Let men know i'm excited to see the line um, Fuck a lot coming. I love it, man. This is a beautiful thing. So, with that context, now, do you want to jump into the next segment? And we'll, we'll get some of the. Uh, we've got three segments Uh, now. Dan is a uh, you know, guest co host and be talking shit with us. We've been starting with the music yeah. this week to kind of knock it out uh, earlier on. So, what we basically do um, is we go through. Obviously, I slap you with this big ass list of music and it's. it's Bit of a volume to to run through, so we always all you know, we never always get through everything. Um, we get close, but the idea is to sort of like give your top 10 ish favorite stuff, just things you listen to and you had any thoughts on, even if something was exceptionally shit and you want to say how shit it was. That's also fine um, yeah. (laughs) So, if you if you wanted to, you know, you are the guest, if you're if you're down to set it off, just run through, say, Yeah, I listened to this, this was this was cool, I enjoyed this, blah blah blah. Whatever, um, you want to kick it up, Dan, or do you want uh, one of us to, to run that?
2: I, I You know, I feel I I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer, so I feel like you know <laughs> maybe maybe you maybe you guys started off because I did listen to a bunch of stuff, but like I got it like I'm gonna say straight off the bat, I skimmed through a lot of shit because I I found the stuff to be a lot a lot of shit. There's okay. a lot of shit,
0: and skimming but, is okay. probably okay as well.
2: Well, that's what they have to do, right? Because personally, like, how I... It's again, like, how do you listen to music? Like, I don't need to listen to a full song to know if I'm going to like it or not. I, it's like walking exactly. into a, a... It's like walking into anywhere and being like, yo, let's hit another place. This ain't for us. Like... Yeah, let's... E- hmm. e- I just know. I have to music a long time. So I know what I vibe with immediately. And I'm a very open soul when it comes to music in general. But... Yeah, you got to inspire me to to tell people to listen to your album at this point in my life.
0: I respect that, and I think that's that's so good. Not not an unfair uh, approach. And with that, I'm a grumpy old it? man. I'm a grumpy old man. <laughs> hey, and we I all love it. You? That's why we have. That's why Dan is uh, baby D here. He's so I knew it. Uh, uh, he, he's gonna he's <laughs> gonna. He's gonna
2: preach to me and I'm gonna feel stupid. I'm gonna be like, yeah. No, it's okay.
1: if, I, if I tell you my favorite art, it's a freaking
0: We uh Dad has to balance it out. So we always, you know, he takes our, because he's outnumbered. So mm-hmm. he takes our shit pretty well, plus. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> you know, good pause, eh? That good anyway. That was probably yeah. the best safety <laughs> one you could ever do. That was
1: the best one. That that can't be
4: too safe with a pause. If you good. didn't do it then, it'd be over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry mate Continue. Baby D, tell, tell us What did you fuck with this week? Uh, This week uh, Out of all the albums I really like the Raheem Devon thing yes. Love, love it was Amazing Like the whole mm. thing Was just so full cool of love music It was sick like, Yeah Can't really go wrong with yes. Like, yes All of that was so Actually amazing. that whole album It was amazing Yeah The whole thing was so sick Do you know who Apollo Brown is? No So he's a producer from Oof. Detroit
0: and he has—he's signed to this label called Mellow Music Group, and he okay, has I the, group. You know, the group, Yeah, the you know, yeah, really yeah. like yeah, yeah. group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has been on this run for what, like four, or five plus years of just producing solo albums for every nonstop Odyssey. I think he did Grasscast, uh, fucking Rappapoo Pooh from um, Little Brother, mm-hmm. like Guilty Simpson, like he Sky Zoo. He did it for everybody, and yep. then this is the first um like r&b neo soul album that he's done and that's just the context around it so like yeah, this is he's a hip-hop producer but he can kind of do it all yeah, so it's the yeah, first yeah. time he'd like really done something and Raheem devon been around for years like he's yeah, i don't made, like you know, know him, yeah mm-hmm. sex music he's fucking yeah. he's amazing so this the record is so good Fire <laughs>
1: couldn't agree well yeah so i keep going it's amazing yeah, uh can't. what else did i really like out of the albums the Alicia Keys thing was sick obviously I I haven't really listened to the original but I just knew something was off it but mm-hmm. like I listened to the whole thing was amazing uh, the Peter Rosenberg thing was interesting I quite liked it because he has I don't, I don't know who he is but like he's a yeah. radio host oh so he DJ Khaled did that yeah. oh okay. so he EP'd it like he produced it yeah, and he was
0: yeah, like yeah. I want Method Man I want Ray on this song I want Ghostface on this mm-hmm. guy on this song so makes he, sense. he sourced and produces and he compiled this Whatever,
1: fifteen something. Interesting, interesting. No, it's super. It is interesting. Yeah, he
0: yeah.
2: must be. He must just be like super well liked because I don't. I mm. don't know how he is famous really. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, he's a Hot ninety seven host. He yeah. Does complex no, he's. Shows. Oh, you know who he is. I,
2: okay. I, I see him. I see him everywhere.
0: Right.
2: I watched a like a wrestling. Uh, I'm I'm like a nostalgic WWF fan, mm-hmm. and
1: uh, <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> I see I see his music yeah, dude.
2: Fuck. I just watched. The, I just watched the Bret Hart. I watched the Bret Hart doc last night. It was. Oh my incredible.
3: god! I
2: haven't um, seen it. Dude, sorry. Side, just a side note, D, because now we're now we're now Not we're the yet. Dan yeah. tandem. <laughs> the uh, the A uh, and E like biography. They mm-hmm. they every Sunday they've been doing these epic uh, biographies on wrestlers, and I think it ended last night. But bro, I'm just gonna say the lineup. They did Stone Cold, Macho Man. Shawn Michaels, uh, Roddy Piper, uh, wow. fucking Bret Hart, <laughs> Mick Foley, Undertaker. I think that was all of them, yeah. Oh and they're God. like an hour… Oh, and Booker T. And they're an hour oh and a God. half Booker long. T as well. That
1: is insane. Oh, classic. Oh, classic. Bro, classic. bro classic. they're…
2: I even know those bands. So you know funny. the
1: fucking vibe. Man, I got, I got my… I, Bro, I'm
2: telling you, I got my dad to watch it. He was like, (laughs) holy shit. My dad's like, oh my gosh, Booker T's lived such an incredible life. I was like, (laughs) Pops, I'm
1: telling you.
2: Wow. That's a sign-up. But I saw uh, Pete Rosenberg. He's like interviewed (laughs) numerously in in these fucking (laughs) biography. I'm just like, who is this man? I think he has
0: a wrestling podcast. And he's not
2: even... He's not even, um, when they credit him, like when he's being interviewed, it just says avid WWE uh, fan or fan. something. Like oh he's oh just like a, like a historian, WWF historian or something.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah,
0: he's, the fact he definitely has a career sort of weed. I feel like he's like um, loved and hated, like you fuck with him or not. So I actually was a little bit surprised that he got the names he got like to be honest. But he's yeah. been
1: yeah. around for a while. That's so. crazy. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, crazy. What else? Do I like. What else? Uh, the Lloyd Banks team kind of cool because I have not listened to him in years, but like yeah. I'd never t- listened to an actual individual project of his, and it was like kind of cool. It was a rapidly rap shit, and it's kind of like you know, it, it's, it's music that should have been released in like two thousand eight, not twenty twenty one. But it's cool, though, Wasn't it? it was Savage. But, um, what else? Uh, Lil little baby and Lil Durk team was alright. Like I'm not a big fan of either Though, like, well, I I like little baby, but. I don't like how people talk about him like he's the greatest of all time. And then he like ch- but like he he's he's still so cool. Not a big fan of Lil Durk though, but like he was alright, like it was it was decent. It wasn't uh, the best thing I've ever had in my life, though. It wasn't like what time to be alive, like that was but um <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. what else did I like on the singles? Uh, the Russ, Money I Mean, yeah, sick, love it when he routes, he's just so he's so sick. That's the guy. He's honestly he's, so good. Yeah,
2: he's a, he's un, he's underrated. And his mm-hmm. best work is yet to come, in my opinion. agree mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. I love
2: everything about he's him. He's the most
0: inspiring motherfucker in the game to me. I know
2: what yeah, him. I think he. I think he has a lot of. Um, he's very diverse, and I feel like the music he wants to make, he's not doing it. It's kind of like, well, you have him on this list, John Mayer. It's kind of like John Mayer. Like John Mayer was kind of forced to do some shit that he probably is not proud of, and now he can do all the blues he wants and shit. So. Yeah. I don't know I feel like Russ Russ has a huge
1: future to me yes couldn't agree mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, what else do I like uh, I kind of like the Ty Dole sign Jack Harlow thing it's yeah, cool because cool. cool. I, I just like Jack Harlow he's just so I feel like he just never misses he's great he's one of like the best new generation rappers like right now it's so sick uh, what else do I like for the Denzel Curry thing was really weird like I kind of get like I, I like Denzel Curry yeah. <laughs> I do I, I, I get that he does a lot of weird stuff but like I do rate it as well, but this stuff, that, that was just weird. I was just like, yeah, this is annoying as hell, so mm-hmm. okay, I can listen to it. Yeah. Uh, the 619 was weird as well. That was. Yeah. Another Yelly. It's like a Yelly doing another language expansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was just, it was really. I don't know, it wasn't my thing. It wasn't my thing. Uh, what else is there which I really liked? The Victor Solomon and John Legend team was kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. So so really nice. Uh, what else did I like? Oh, all this stuff here. Oh, no, Justin, Justin Bieber will it. The ludicrous Australian uh, like, <laughs> Peaches remix, you know what, know what I'm saying? That's of cool. Uh, uh, uh. I'll <laughs> wait till I come through and talk about it. Don't <laughs> worry, I got it. But I think that's what I had for all mine this week. Beaver all day, Dan, yeah, don't worry about it. No, that was lit. Bieber. Yeah, my, yeah my,
2: my,
0: four, my four-year-old likes him too. Hey, yeah, dude. man, we should talk. <laughs> wow, wah. wow, 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 wow. Hey, man, I'm proud of our own Stratford, Ontario. Hey, bro. Thank God, bro. Right. That's truth. I mean. no one better anyway. Sorry, so no, that's me done. That's okay, um, Nosh or Uncle Dan, who wants to go?
2: I like hearing you guys honestly. Right. Like, I, I have opinions about a lot of this <laughs> stuff, but um, I actually, I've this makes me feel like I'm I'm definitely in the podcast. You right get now. The vibe. I feel like yeah. I'm just like I'm absorbing it. <laughs> Let me absorb all you guys mess and, in and here. I can, <gasps> I, I can say because. Yeah, I like
4: it. I like it. Okay, I fuck with it. No, all right, I'm doing it. Okay, so the uh, Raheem Devon, Apollo Brown, Love Sick, Fave. Um, that's exactly my perfect balance between like the blend of uh, neo soul over boom bap, soul based hip hop. That's fucking just disgusting. Um, the hmm, yeah, the Peter Rosenberg shit. That was cool. Big features. Uh, Lloyd Banks was actually pretty cool. Underrated pen game with that bloke. That was kind of cool. Like just clean and consistent rap. Was just nice to listen to while I was cleaning up my place and ting. Um, The little Dirk and little baby thing was like just I don't know, just weird. It's just kind of fun because like James Hyden kind of executive produced it. I don't know how much of a role he had in that. It's just kind of like interesting to listen to it. Didn't uh, spend too much time on that. The Russ song was cool um i just like positive songs can't complain about is like you know drive and like his creativity is really good so uh the her song changed from that netflix um series that was smooth i think that old school kind of like 70s vibes uh the lucky day song was cool he's the man he just doesn't miss um yeah he's he's big the, yeah, man, Lucky Day's of fucking man. The title sign, Jack Harlow, 24 karat golden dude. Uh, that was cool. Um, that was, you know, dope soundtrack. So I like that. Uh, yes. What else we got here? Denzel Curry shit was like, honestly, trash, weird, yelling punk rap. That was just mm-hmm. very jarring because like I've seen Denzel Curry on the Kenny Beat stuff and he's done like those sessions in the in the studio with him, like those little freestyles and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, but I mean, that was like mad mad random, like out the uh outfield there. Um I don't know if I got the oh, Roddy Ridge. Nah, the evidence in Boulder Janes was cool. Yes. I love Evidence. That was just you know, that was just I like how Evidence tells his story really well and he's like he's always just like super real, doesn't doesn't fuck around. Um it's like depressing but positive and the music is inspirational, so I kinda like works i don't know it's, it's, i really really enjoy that um the fuck mate. the track of big poo like trent the hooligan and rap big poo that was like a dope beat dope song that was like really just solid overall i've got to listen to that yeah. a few more times um the natanya morgan jack davey that was uh dope chill hip-hop hip-hop that was cool shit the song a whole mood also, a couple more songs, uh, the high, uh, Sky Zoo joint, mm. uh, Beats Anonymous, Sky Zoo and El Camino, song called Bless. That was just like dope again, hip-hop, hip-hop. Sky yeah. Zoo is obviously <laughs> the yeah. man. Um, and that's pretty much it, man. The Justin Bieber, Ludacris Usher, Snoop Dogg fucking Peaches remix. Honestly, Luda is one of the best feature artists ever. That was really nicely done. Uh, fairly easy to listen to. Should have stopped it after Luda, but, you know, that's pretty much where we <laughs> where we go there. So that was that was pretty much uh, my wrap up, Sunshine. Love it. Mm. Shall
0: uh, shall I go, Dan? Yeah, 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 yeah. please. All right. Um, yeah, you guys really called out a lot of the good ones. I mean, obviously the songs of the week belong to the God of Stratford, you know what I'm saying? Canada's prime minister who should be, you know, maybe if we should have a monarchy, wow. I would like this guy to be king. So Biebs came through with three drops this week. There was a the Peaches remix, which he either dropped last night or the night before. And um, yeah, featuring like the Chris Usher and Snoop. I don't really bang with new Usher stuff, but he killed it. Usher's verse was so Yeah, dope smooth. That was like the verse of the song. Usher fucking dominated and made me. I was like, yo, you fucking guy. He came through and showed everybody up. I thought it was dope. It was cool. That was one of the greatest yeah, songs cool. on the album. Um, he did uh, Beads also, I think it was yesterday, the Junos went down uh, yesterday and he did somebody live from the Junos, which is a fun performance. Another thing that was cool that I just put here, it wasn't necessarily music, but he did this a uh, bunch of videos for GQ and they did like a tour of his tour bus. And uh, I'm a big sauna guy because we have one in the building here. I just got back into it in the last week because I haven't been feeling good. You know, and I already feel better. And he had a sauna on the tour bus and he was talking about how important it is to, like you said, you know, doing an hour and a half oh, yeah. performance is like being a high performing athlete. Which I never thought about before, and it's so right. And uh, you have to take care of your body. So he had the sauna. I was like, my fuck, I knew I'd love this come for a reason. No pause. So that's the beat. obviously, yeah, the Raheem Devon Apollo Brown. I've been looking forward to that for weeks. Um, they did not disappoint. Um, you know, Sky Zoo, I think, was on the first joint. They had a, a bunch of fun um, features mm. on it. So, so deeply impressed with the two of them. Raheem, it just brought me right back. It's just so dope, man. I'm so, so impressed. That's easily the album of the week. Um, I mentioned I had John Mayer here. So basically I saw he's doing a full album. That's I think it's called sub rock. And it's kind of like position as one of those eighties things like Daniel saying it. he finally gets to make the music he wants. So this was called last train home EP. So I think it was like a prelude to the album, um, which is, which is a lot of that same eighties thing. I just always bang with John Mayer. I fucking love that kind um, definitely one of the underrated, one of the greatest guitar guitarists of all time. Amazing voice. Um, so I enjoyed that a lot. Um, the one that surprised me the most that we sort of touched on was the Dirk and Little Baby uh, project called The Voice of the Heroes. And I thought it was like, what was that? Something it's, outside? Something outside. <laughs> okay. Um It was like super interesting. I didn't really fuck with any of them. I'm not mad at them, but I don't really fuck with them. But Baby impressed, Little Baby impressed me so much I couldn't like believe how much I didn't hate almost anything he did. Like, I feel like he's a That's little funny. bit one-track minded, but I was thinking of I was positioned. I was like, if I was like, fucking 15 right now listening to this dude or if my kid was 15 listening to him i would like i wouldn't be mad like it's a little it's a little it's kind of what we talk about he's bringing it back just in a bit more of his specific life experience but you know always want to be the one to get out and all this positive stuff and he's talking about like he's actually not just talking about dumb shit and
4: you know, it's like, a little more lyrical than other yeah. uh you know auto-tune rappers like little baby sounds like future with less auto-tune but more lyrical does yeah, that make sense dan like baby Dan, um,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. I
2: I agree as well.
1: Yeah, I, I, I somewhat agree. <laughs> what well yeah. up? Yeah, somewhat. I, got, I know is you're is a that one and a half
2: Dan's. So,
4: <laughs> so one and a half out of two Dan's for that.
1: Like, yeah, like I I get it. Like, he's a better lyricist than Future, but like, yeah, that's that's about it. Okay, I feel like yeah, I'm surprised it works. I don't get bored of him.
0: That's yes. Good that's a, and that's it. Like I feel like Dirk. When you hear heard Dirk after Baby, I felt like Dirk sounded exactly. the future. Like it sounded like yeah. Dirk was like a struggle rapper and Baby was the professional. And he was, because he's on beat, he can rap fast, he can do multiple flows, he can do auto-tune, he's rapping actual bars, yeah, subtle the, auto-tune.
4: The auto-tune wasn't too much. No, that was it the big wasn't. part. It wasn't was like fully t- cranked to a
0: hundred or re-tune speed. Exactly, I 100% agree. And the other thing I liked about this was that um, uh, they there was like Lil Durk was the voice and Lil Baby was the hero. And they kept referring to that in hooks and throughout all the songs and... That cohesiveness to me, like they, this wasn't just like, yo, we're like, let's sip some and smoke some and do this album. Like, they fucking thought this through to the title, to the themes, to putting that in their lyrics. I'm like, it made me like, coming back even what you were saying, Dan earlier, uh, Uncle Dan about uh, storytelling and stuff. Like, I was so much more impressed. Like, will I listen to it again? Maybe. Normally it'd be a flat no, but I'm, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm looking at him now and I'm like. If I see his name on a track, I'm not gonna be like Ugh, this fucking guy again. I'll be like, all right, let's let's check for it. So, well done. That was cool. Uh, yeah, I like the Russ Money on me track was obviously fire. Uh, the Ty and Jack Harlow 24k Golden that was dope. The other one that no one mentioned yet was Jay Renee and Ari Lennox in this song called Bed of Lies. It's super dope. Ari's amazing. So smooth. Yeah. Uh, Jay Renee was super smooth. I hadn't heard of her, but um, I thought that was really dope. dope uh, kind of like
2: uh, I am um, obsessed. You know with ari Ari lennox i don't care what she releases i she's she's my my muse. my muse ever since uh, foe came out i've been obsessed with her
0: okay let me let me ask you a question man and this is the only one thing i don't like about her and i just want to put out there she has like 80 percent. she's like the basically 2020s erica badu but if whoever wrote her album her first album like, everything about it is being me but the lyrics were corny as fuck. And I was so disappointed. She ruined classic songs. The melodies were perfect. The song, the production was perfect, but the bars were so fucking lame. And I was really disappointed in, in that. And I was like, she hasn't dropped another project since. Mm. And the singles have been a lot better, but the writing on that first album, like really
2: held her back or that would have been like elevated for me. I think she has a, there's she, the, the Shea butter album you're
1: referring yeah, to.
2: Or Shea Faux? Shea yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Cause foe was crazy. Fo was like a eight song. It was short, but it was like, I kept listening to it again and again and again. The Shea, Shea butter album I thought was uh phenomenal. I mean, especially the, the interludes where she's speaking to herself. Um, I, I thought it, I thought it was ahead of its time personally. Like, I felt I felt like um, there's not a lot enough uh, female R&B artists who are uh, so um, they're just put. She puts herself out there. Like, I feel like I know her because of that album. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That's there just how go. I feel. But you know, I, even my apartment, like, which seems like a corny song, like I I'll I listen to it you. a lot. I mean. I like the album. I, I like. Uh, I don't know how she writes or who writes with her. I, I haven't really looked into her that much, but I really love her voice. I like how she her talks, voice is and I love how I love how she sings. Like, oh my god, I think she's destined for like big things. It's, it's more. It's more just like as long as she's managed
0: properly. Yeah, she's um, a she's a, a firecracker, and then she has to keep taking herself off Twitter because she's she went too crazy. Yeah. Busy. So I think she's got. I don't that know if she should be. Yeah, I
2: don't know if Dreamville is her answer. I feel like she eventually has to go her own uh, her own course.
0: That's
2: mm-hmm. a very. But point. Uh,
0: okay, good. Just checking. I still fuck it. with them. To say, I love her and C is always hating. Shayna, the album is beautiful. But I'm not <laughs> hating. The album is beautiful. I just think the writing was so corny to me, and I couldn't get past it. it room. Really yeah, there's, def-
4: there's definitely cringe moments. I 100 percent agree. Like the lyrics are like they're corny to reach a certain audience, and it's like degraded the level of. The overall package, I uh, understand. Yeah, it's like they Produ- production. They pump, amazing. They pump Maybe pump that's why out.
2: I fuck with her more.
0: Yeah, Production's amazing. amazing. If you if you it's can tune good. it out, the problem with us is that we're all lyric, we're all, lyric, we're all yeah. vocalists. So the lyrics, matter. lyrics matter. And, and I'm yeah. listening to what people say at all times, and that didn't hit it for me. But I, I agree that she's desperate for, for big things. I don't want to definitely don't want to come across as shit. Cause i really do bang to that. and I agree with everything. No, listening. for sure, for sure. Um, I'll quickly run through the rest and then you can go Toki Monster and Van Jess did uh, a great track with uh, the hook called Say Yes with the hook from The tree Joint which was uh, a really cool yeah. sort of flip I enjoyed that was a that. Yeah, man, that was Yeah man that was a great great version uh, Get you know, tree a bit of, bit of that uh, pub money um, Evidence of Baldy James all, all of that said that was sick it was a really dope beat I was kind of surprised like, how sick that was Um, Otis Kane and Callie Tectus from here in Montreal I talk about her whenever she drops she's been dropping a lot lately she dropped a song called Good Love that was super dope she's uh, fantastic Um, who else we got here that was good shout out to the homie Rock Abraham and uh, Curly Chris uh, from I believe Mellow Music Group as well he's also married to Jean Grey they did a remix my boy Smoke I hooked them up but my boy Smokewell did a remix of His song Heel which they dropped uh, last week so that was super cool happy to hear that out what else we got that's worth talking about? The new boys did it. Oh, Mike Geronimo, here, bar, did a song mm. called "Smoke." That beat was fucking insane.
4: Disgusting, yeah. Jesus Geronimo. Lord. Speaking Love of insane name. beats, I didn't, I couldn't find the Smokewell remix of the previous uh, Quali and Rock Abraham. I heard the original, but I couldn't find the, the Smokewell remix on probably uh, just
0: on Spotify. And he didn't call it Smokewell remix. I told him. I told he. I think he just mixed up. He maybe be. that's why. What a yeah. duffer. Um, but that's basically it from me for this week. Dan, uh, did you want to add anything to anything? You know,
2: I do, you know, I do, you know, I do. <laughs> uh Run it. Run so, so what I, so what I do every week, um, just cause, uh, I, like I, I'm an addict, like all of y'all. So what I do is I have a playlist on Spotify. I call it Lalo daily routine and I actually add music to it every, every, uh, every Friday. So, uh, and then the algorithm is starting to really get to know me. So I, I, I have shit that you guys will be upset you, di- you didn't even know was actually came out Friday. Um, so uh, Roz Fresco and Pete Rock dropped a, a track, uh, Signs of the Times, which is fucking insane. Um, Smoke Smoke Dizza dropped a track uh, with Dave, Dave East called uh, Grey Poupon, which is uh, pretty, pretty mean. I feel like the... Uh, the Griselda vibe is like just hitting every artist right Probably now. Nice. I feel like everyone wants to do it. And I really, I really like seeing everyone get angry once in a while. It's kind of cool. Huh. Uh, I don't know if y'all mess with Drez. Um Drez is sheep? one of my favorite. No, he's uh, Dre it's Dre with like an apostrophe E S. Um, I really fuck with this guy uh, a lot and he he's really so much of a music. Um, and he just did, uh, a, f- a full record, which is produced by, um, the piano player. Uh, fuck, what's his name? He did, uh, uh, Kiefer. You know Kiefer, the piano player? Dude, I heard of Kiefer. A... No. Kiefer is uh, no. dope. He's from, uh, he's from California, uh, Drez. you guys, okay. I, I'm going to send you guys a few of these after, but, uh, that's great. Yes, the Russ, I feel like, um. I have this love hate with Russ, and once in a while he upsets me, but then he always wins me back with a new song, and it's yeah. just like that's my love. I have a love hate relationship way. with him. It's crazy. It's like he'll just put out shit, and then he'll just <laughs> yeah. put out like a song that a song that I'm going to listen to forever. It's insane. <laughs> I don't know how he's he can be like that. Like it's just wild to me. Um, Cautious Clay, <laughs> who I've actually really grown to love, Cautious Clay, he put out a track with Saba, uh, which is pretty dope. Oh, cool. <laughs> Uh, it's called Strange Love. Um, uh, what's the other one? Uh, what is it at? Had one other that I wanted to, to talk about. The Lucky Day one I like a lot. He, like you said, he can't miss. And um, oh, Children of Zeus. You guys know Children of Zeus?
0: Sounds familiar.
2: Children mm-hmm. of Zeus two, two hip hop cats, but they they can they can also like kind of slow it down. One guy sings. It'd be like The Far Side if they're just two people. Okay. Um they're great. They're great. And they they released a full length album and I I thought they were actually done. I thought they were like calling it. And then uh they uh ended up doing another album. Uh that came out on Friday as well. The, the record is called Balance, and uh I feel like you guys would really fuck with us this record. Um I'm but yeah, Children of Zeus. My boy Junior T, my boy Junior T just put out a remix for Mirror Gazer. It's someone I don't know, but uh, Junior is like uh, my guy, uh, so I always rep Junior all the time. I think that was it.
0: Uh, one. did you forget um, Biba at
2: all? Uh, I didn't. I didn't forget Biba. My <laughs> wife reminds my wife reminds me every day. Good, good, good. Um,
0: good. She got great taste. And then uh,
2: you didn't you didn't mention that Meek Mill. Uh, yes. That, that I watched that man. I mean, that's not what a studio is personally. I mean, that's not what a studio is. Yeah. So I don't know what they're trying. Try, I don't know. I don't like this. Like portray, like, what are you trying to portray? I don't know. To me, it's yeah, like I mean, annoying. That that shit's annoying to me. Like, I, and honestly, I'm not a big, I'm not a big league fan. I feel like he's just, he's just yelling half the time. It's really hard to understand him. But, uh, I, I hate it. I hate it. I hated the video. And, uh, I don't know why David Davies was even there. He should have got the fuck out of there. And when he walked in, he looked like he, he looked like he was bored in the video. He was just yeah. like, why am I here? He's just following following that big titted woman everywhere. It was just like, what's what is this? This isn't a
0: real studio. <laughs> was it Bobby Schmurder with him it's in the Bobby video? Was Bobby Schmurder? Schmurter, yeah,
1: they're doing they're doing oh, push ups and shit.
0: Yeah, I'm like, and just like the chains and the liquor, and just in the studio like that. Like, I understand. Maybe they just made the song and decided to do a studio scene, and maybe there was actually twenty people in there. Really. That to me though maybe, was like maybe. the biggest. Like, I, I don't know if I like. I don't know if we're in the studio. Like, I want. I don't have time for shit. So if I'm in the studio, I want to be working, and I don't want people in there who aren't contributing. Um, or I'm part yeah of the team. Type just, thing. Just hanging out, Flexing. fucking around, yeah, like, and it's cool. Like, Meek isn't for us. So he, I think he has his moments, but overall, I feel he's just a really good date. date. Oh,
2: and my last one. Yeah, go, sir. My my last one is uh, Tona, Big Tona,
1: Tona from Scarborough. Oh Squad yeah, bro, he's dope. He just uh, he
2: uh, <laughs> he he just released um, his his whole album, Good Energy, but it's only available uh, to download right now. Um, but next week, uh, it's coming to all streaming platforms and. Uh, Uh, Just a word on the street. Um, Lalo and Tona, we actually did a drop, which is coming out next week. Uh, We've been working together with Tona. Um, We just did some hats with him. So he just released all his hats that we did with him. Low-key Lalo was on that. But we're actually dropping a a merch drop with Tona, which uh, I'm excited for. So probably uh, the city's going back to... Uh, patios this Friday which I just heard so I don't know what, th- what that does. I'm not ready so I'll probably open the following week but um, we're doing like a IG takeover with Tona and we're going to be releasing the shirts online that, on I think the uh, Wednesday or Thursday, maybe Thursday at midnight or something but the Tona album is crazy. That guy is so fucking good. It's honestly it's it's just highway robbery that this guy isn't a fucking name that everyone talks about all the time. He's probably one of the smartest people I've ever met, and his lyricism is—it's just like it's crazy, man. When he when you're that smart and you have a mind like that, you're gonna be spitting some shit. It's just like mm-hmm. I have to double take half of his songs because it's just so much coming. Um, 46. shout out Big T- Big Tona Scarborough's finest.
0: Hell yeah, man. That's a uh, pretty Do you have a gunshot gun sound, gun sound effect there, see, I now, actually I don't. I look look got. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> wow. What the fuck was that? A <laughs> <line>. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <You go explore laughs> the <that laughs> <one>. boing. wait. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> keep up the yeah,
1: Keep up that energy. Keep up that good energy. <clears> look that, positive, positive, positive. So. Um, we need to do
0: You need to do that way more often.
1: Yeah, the, the
0: boing. Yeah, the boing. The boing's pretty lit. Um, yeah. We've got like just a couple quick topics, and then we can get to the segment that we're going to kind of surprise you with. That which you'll enjoy. This is my favorite one; it's always fun. Um, do you want to do the All topics right. real quick? Yeah. These yeah. topics aren't even really that good. I think we'll do it real quick. Yeah. Um, Skipper. Yeah, it's real quick. First thing: Fifty Cent's uh, New Jersey property was robbed for three million in cash and jewels. Okay. Mm, sucks. So, pretty bad, for but, Curtis. Um, um, I'm sure he won't miss it. I'm sure it's insured, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. I feel like rappers are getting robbed lately. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on, but Mans are, like, getting, like, full, uh, full jacked regularly. And I, like, I don't know, It seems like a pretty dangerous job to be, like, large, uh, you know, in- known right now, particularly in the hip-hop world in the States. So, you know, that's weird. Get some back or whatever. Um, you already mentioned here we have it written down, but James Harden, executive, produces the Baby and Dirk album, so that's pretty cool. Um, Nosh found a Scott Storch uh, Instagram post where he announced that he was dropping a st- sunglasses brand called Storch Design, which is pretty cool. And that's, <laughs> I feel like that's one of the most on-brand fucking merch. Yeah, I've uh, not it's even <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> Right? What, yeah, what, t- what took so long? Jesus. That's, that's actually crazy. a great point. What took so fucking that's long? That's a good yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that's really interesting. I'm, I'd be curious. I don't think I would wear Scott Storch sunglasses, but I think he's really smart to be doing that and I hope he succeeds because I think that's fucking awesome. Um mariah Carey apparently had a big she left rock nation she they were managing her apparently she had a blow up with jay uh, a huge like crazy meeting. no one said what it was, but apparently it just got like exploded they were all yelling and screaming, and she left the uh, she
4: left and to the further camp. on that, i heard there was a response from mariah on something saying that uh somebody was just making up a story and she didn't have any explosive oh. <coughs> altercation with jay so that was that was actually a couple of hours ago on, it was a hip hop dx again because I see that shit on Instagram just pops up. So she clapped back saying, "Man, she's talking shit. i what was just spitting chips."
0: What does she clap back on Twitter?
1: Oh, clap that latest thing right here. Maybe she's got an Instagram. No, me, uh, okay. See. Can you read it out,
0: Dan? Dan's gonna read oh, it. Oh,
1: okay. So I don't know what the video is exactly. The video yeah. is having. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Cool. So she captured She literally took a clip of Vampy on her Instagram, and the caption is, "The only explosive situation I'd ever get into with Hove." Is a creative tangent, such as our number one song. And it's a right. Uh
0: Yeah. So. so the people who make up these lies, I say, "Proof, vermus, and live a bitch. That's pretty cool. Well, uh, you don't know that one. No.
1: It's like the beat. That's like,
0: but yeah, okay. So that's great. I'm glad to hear that because uh, I know Mariah's a queen. I want to. Uh, I would never want her and Jay to be because they done a bunch of great songs together. So, so classic cool. kiss. And the last thing, if we want to, I don't know we don't want to talk about it too much because fuck them, but the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul fight went down last night. We were all
1: watching it, texting and stuff. Um, Jokes. Does anyone want to talk about it? <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah. yeah whole oh, event was so boring. I, hate, I actually hate boxing. Well, the whole time, we were was like, I've been watching Boxing hate, fucking sucks. I hate <laughs> boxing. Oh, my God. It's like, so, it's so boring. boring. So boring. It's Particularly once you've see seen MMA, like boxing yeah. is like just dumb. Honestly, yeah. you've seen so much better. <laughs>
0: so much better. And look, and they kept saying, do you know what was funny? They kept, on the lead-up to it, was like, Floyd is fighting Logan Paul, blah, blah, blah. Then the whole night, they go, they kept saying every time, this in this exhibition match, Floyd, and they kept saying, so it looks real, like, you know, those eight rounds, three minutes, Logan lasted three rounds uh, which is I guess commendable but and even Logan said at the end he was like oh, maybe Floyd let me, let me
1: let me live type of thing yeah, I which I think one, he did did, he one one was just like did you see one of the punches? Yeah, um, Logan got some good no, ones Lloyd, um, Lloyd Floyd sorry he actually punched him with like a right hook and yeah. it looked like he kind of knocked him out and I saw videos. on on like Six Plus TV, and yeah. uh Logan was literally dangling like his old dead weight. Oh, on when he him. held the, the rope? No, on, no, no. no. On, on Floyd, like Floyd was literally holding yeah, him he up. He held him up for a like, second. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. On. So he did yeah. let yeah. him go. It looked like he let him ah. because like, he absolutely punched him in the face and Logan's oh, gone. Cool. But like, yeah, he kind of pulled him up. I
0: guess yeah. people would have wanted to see him, but maybe they had an agreement or something. Yeah,
1: maybe. Which is money.
4: It was just like a, uh, again, like a, a showcase of how brilliant fucking. Mayweather is just getting everyone sucked in for a a nice fight. He's the most evasive, planned out, methodical, master, fucking marketer, boxer that's ever lived, made the most money, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I guess, like, each fighter deserves a hats off because, you know, the big cunt, he's like 200 plus pounds. He went eight rounds carrying all this muscle around. And then Floyd's just dancing around with his big cunt and having to take Thunderous, you know, even though he's blocking shots, you know, he's still taking some some heat. And, like, I think it was, like, actually quite a – it's more of a smart marketing move and a very brief fucking jizz in the pan for the viewers. But, like, it's just – I don't know. It's like it's a tip of the hat physically because, like, you know, they're both different weight classes. You can't compare that kind of shit. doesn't happen often. That kind of opposed sort of weight and reach and all sort of – but then, you know, Floyd is the multi-weight division sick kind of boxing and it's just kind of, you know, it was cool. But it was just, it was something that we all kind of watch, hate, take the piss out of, but it was still overall, like everybody held their own. But they also, I think part of the contract, they're not allowed to get knocked out. That was like something about that. So yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah. why Floyd maybe might have Girk started to card kind of a bit too much and that's why he was holding him up. But I saw that little thing on... Instagram with a little snippet about that and there's a funny meme, but uh, overall it was pretty decent. It was a bit of a you know a flaccid cock, but like it was it was still something that everybody watched. It was a lot of people were right. pissed about paying forty bucks for uh, the, the pay per view. I know we were so. furious that we all paid for <laughs> individual yeah, yeah. So it individually. Oh, yeah, so furious.
0: I want my money back. I, was a refund. I wanted to just touch on why everyone hates logan paul because we we're saying to and Nosh, Nosh didn't know about this so i just want to quickly put out this so people don't <laughs> know logan paul and his brother jake obviously are dickheads on youtube they're just little like little fucking I say arrogant but they're like just little assholes from mm-hmm. ohio who moved to la you know jake was on the disney channel and logan they all just did we one vine and then did came up doing pranks and challenges just dumb shit um and, uh, you know, Logan did this video at the sort of peak, maybe two, three years ago in Japan, um, and where there's this place called the Suicide Forest next to Mount Fuji, and where people go to kill themselves. they no white, some weird energy. Oh, bad. Japan, yeah, another. No, no, so yeah. He, he went to the forest and they found a body, like legit found a, a guy hanging from a tree. And they filmed it, put it in the vlog, and put it in the thumbnail. So because of that, Logan had to do those multiple apologies. He, it was like he all of his like arrogant fuck shit because he thought he was untouchable kind of came crashing down. Mm-hmm. And because of that, YouTube demonetized every... Because we were monetized across all of our um, platforms. YouTube demonetized every account that had less than 1,000 subscribers and we had to have 4,000 watch hours in a year. So um, basically, we haven't... High season we have and, and BOS podcasts, we're like, like less than 500 hours away from being... Um, um, fucking uh, monetize again, but I'm I had a grudge against him because it fucked me up. Like we earned it on high season, and we earn a decent chunk of money from that every month. We could be earning from BOS and from this every month, but we're not because we have to catch back up to that time. And uh, because of him, he fucked it up. So I think a lot of people, I don't know, as you, I think a lot of YouTube particularly smaller YouTubers, were pissed about that because it actually affected. wasn't like I was caking or anything, but it just pissed me off because I could be making like I have lost technically lost money because of it. Technically, so I would have liked to see him kind of get knocked out, but I think you're right, notion and he was like, Fuck, gave him a little bit of a hard line pause and then up just
1: holding his ass up. So, anyway, that happened. That's, that's some
4: wild backstory, mate. Fuck that card.
1: Yeah, basically. Yeah I, was just, yeah, I would have
2: watched the fight with that. If I had known that, I would be like, Yo, I gotta watch this thing get fucking knocked
1: out. Yeah, I was, I was really too busy watching, <laughs> the,
2: I was watching the Bret Hart documentary, man. I was zoned in.
1: I respect it. I, respect you know, I was hey, I, I was busy. Best there is, best there was. So I'm sorry. I agree. I love wrestling. These guys really don't like wrestling, but I like yeah. Yeah,
4: it's just me. I oh cease strongly uh, I, I went to, on a was, uh, oh yeah. my god.
1: Last
0: was week amazing. was quite the Nosh was telling me he's like uh Nosh's girl was watching the podcast and she said she noticed that viewers dropped when I went on my anti wrestling rant. <laughs> <laughs> People were like locked <laughs> up. So I'm like, sorry guys, I love wrestling it's great i know Dude, I, I, I mean you
2: don't have to you don't have to like it now i mean it's like <laughs> hip hop like you don't. you don't you don't have to like the new cats now but fuck man respect the fucking Do- WWF oh, golden yeah, old, w- w- era oh. and the and the attitude mm-hmm. era that's all you need to care that's about 100%. when we were growing up like when steve austin came out man the, sh- the glass can't. shattered shit shit that got was- real and the glass. You were watching oh. the show. Every show would just start, and like it's just the crowd, and then the like, glass smashes, and the shit's on. Like you're oh. just like I'm in. Like you don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And back mm-hmm. then, there were no rules on TV. Like I don't know how the fuck they got away with all the shit <laughs> they filmed. Know. They're, yeah. they're they were they were fuck. He's giving stunners to women. They're I'm fucking nice. throwing uh like fucking people through like everything. Like it was so violent. It was crazy. Like that's sh- like the show just changed like incredibly. And then like I think it was like before the John Cena days. I I gave up like as soon as like uh, The Rock retired or something. I don't remember. It was that like sense. that
1: makes sense. So no. one of
2: the one of the last guys <laughs> that went out. I was like yo. Know, I think I went to WrestleMania with my brother and we saw Hogan versus The Rock at, at oh, the Skydome. Oh, my
1: God. What? And, you were there, dude? See, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I remember
2: seeing that uh, shit when I was a kid in Australia. That was
4: fucking wow, fire. Oh, that's pretty yeah. much when I also stopped watching wrestling. That was fucking oh, crazy. That was, I yeah. think...
2: Uh, that was so it. So kind of passing yeah. the torch. Yeah, that was it. Because we were... I had just got back from Cancun. So that's, like, when that was. I was, that's like, in high so school crazy, after, man. like, a, a Cancun trip. I went to WrestleMania <laughs> with my brother and, like, Man, we had the time of our life, and we were both like, "Yo, I'm, I'm done. With, I'm done with wrestling. Like, I have to grow up. <laughs> like, this has to be, this has to be over, man." And uh, sure enough, like. The the company is just trying to reel back all of their nostalgic
1: people, right? right yeah, that, that's, that's all they want. All it is, man. It's just they, nostalgia. They're just
2: can't. they so. All I'm doing is watching all these biographies, and I'm just like, fuck. I yeah. love. It used I to be love so these so
1: good. Like, it, like the these rock animals. is so cold, and like, oh it my did. god. I just like I love the rock. Like the rock is. Tell me about it. But honestly, the rock is probably one of my <laughs> biggest idols. He is a G. Like. I love Bro, that. he so became fun,
2: he broke he broke the he broke the threshold of uh, mm. crossover to actor, and now he's the highest paid yeah, actor, actor in the yeah. world. If I mm-hmm. I, I don't even think I don't even think I'm wrong when I say that I think no, he's the not. highest no, he paid is. Is actor. Right. Oh, I think crazy. it's like him and maybe Will Smith. I don't know Dang, who else would be crazy. up there. Hey man,
1: good for him. Honestly, the Rock. It's fucking is, wild. Yeah, honestly, he deserves it. Craig, 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 the way you
2: talk about The Rock is how I feel about Bieber. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> oh.
0: Oh. Do you know what though? Oh, oh, yeah. have... I was like, oh yeah, 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 good for Bieber, good for, good for people. good for Peaches. It's great. <laughs> for peaches. You know what? That's completely Ooh. fair. That's, I, I respect that. <laughs> I, I don't have any ill will towards it. I think it's like I always just thought of was was whack because it wasn't real, same as everybody. But then I, I was not, like the way you guys just described it with the storylines and blah blah blah. I actually understand the vibes, but just like a lot of things, if you weren't there when it happened, it's really hard yeah. to. Get into it now. People get mad at me. Yeah, never like Master Ace. Never like Master. For sure, because I didn't listen to it then. I can't listen to it now. It's too nursery rhyming for me. So it's, it's impossible. You miss the window. It is what it is. And wrestling is one of those things for me. So, you know, uh, Craig, you say here Ultimate Warrior. I guess he was part of that. Yeah,
1: Ultimate he, he was a WWE
2: wrestler. Warrior's a yeah. part of the biography too. Yeah, they did well, Warrior as well. I, I forgot. I forgot that one. I mean, man, like just like all the roids too. Like the stories are just crazy. Like these guys are. Are basically ghost. circus circus performers. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they, I'd watch they, they a It Sounds interesting. Dude, they they tour 300 days a year. Like they don't see their families. Yeah, they like, they, their and they're all too. they're all they're all addicts. Like all of them. They've all they all have horrible stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's crazy. And I mean, then there's another show mm-hmm. that's like not positive. WWF. Oh, and the, there's another show yeah, yeah, that like
1: the dark side. Uh, the wrestling. dark side of yeah, their name, yeah, 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 bro. Yeah. That it show is so fucked up. Really, so you yeah.
2: you want to, so that you don't have, you, Craig, you do not have to care about wrestling. These shows, I would love this to watch. Like, it. Wa- this is like watching yeah, a that, movie. Be, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're just damn. like, what the damn. fuck? <laughs> That's what that guy did? Like, like Jimmy Jesus. Superfly Snooker's a murderer? What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. 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 It's insane.
0: Honestly, yeah. you're so right, though. I feel like you can enjoy anything. Yes. Uh, I feel like you can enjoy anything in like if you learn about it so i like as much as i never was there and didn't i don't appreciate what it is um man i would absolutely because i feel like you're right, behind, you write the stories behind particularly in the 80s and 90s when shit was a little so much money movie. there as well like and and the, and the also yeah, yeah. back when like it, when if you were famous you just you're fucking famous not like everybody where there's all these tiers of fame it was kind of went straight from zero oh, to like zero superstar. Nothing, yeah so I, I think yeah. those days, those people lived in such an extreme that anything I, – I would absolutely check that for sure. Yeah, 80s and 90s yeah. people that made
4: it to yeah, like, any kind of stardom were like ultra-famous in comparison to what the fuck is
0: going on now. Like you said, see, with tears. That's uh, a good way to put it fucking up. Uh, Craig is saying just those a couple of quick things and we'll move on to the last thing he said. Vince McMahon was tenuous in his wickedness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mick Foley and the pain he endured – yeah And Macho Man died in a car crash From a heart attack Likely from roids right. Jesus Christ Yeah
1: they were roided up Now McFody case is so fucked The amount of pain he took Like I just want to kind of say this real quick We just lost two viewers And I think
0: <laughs> And I, we're not being negative About wrestling Which means they didn't unfollow Because I Didn't like wrestling They stopped watching Because we're talking about wrestling uh, Oh my
1: god Yes it's not me <laughs> 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 The daughter but, speaks. If,
2: if, oh, if I fucking if
4: love this. It. If so this podcast
1: me. had a, a bit
2: more violence like if, if D just picked up a chair and whacked you like oh, your ratings oh, would just fu- be Ratings, be ratings would just fire it's up rude, people rude. would be like holy rude. shit. Oh, what shit. if I stabbed my myself table? with this <laughs> fucking <laughs>
4: cactus <To> Take the <laughs> computer and just
2: So yeah, you should know. Self-inflicted is a little weird. Speaking <laughs> of, I need you. I need. I need a. I need a, I need, a, I need to just do a quick. quick uh, I'm just going to get my uh, my weed pen. I'll be right back. Yeah, do
0: that, we'll, and then we'll get to do the next it. segment. Boom. All right. So okay, so the, the hey. viewers are back again, but basically I want them to know we're not going to talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to say if Tiff is here tonight, I will watch that with you, Tip, if you wants to watch that. for sure. Excuse me, um, yeah. okay. So we've got one more segment left when Dan's back, because yes. we're at one hour forty, which is pretty long for us. That's cool. Um, we'll keep. We'll do one question each. Yeah, I've got my overrated, underrated. Oh, do not do overrated, underrated? Yeah, As opposed to the, what do you reckon? Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Cause That's a know, fun know. segment. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like that even more because then we can keep, I've got a couple of uh, other, what do you reckon, questions, but mm-hmm. I feel like we can keep them stashed
1: for, for another time. Yeah. And we'll,
0: we'll switch them up because I feel like the overrated, underrated, went la- last episode, it went for like fucking 45 minutes yeah, or something. Yeah, it it little, we'll yeah. It was dope. We'll try not I to be that long because we're already like over what we normally be. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the uh, I really like this segment. I feel like it's like a
1: it's interesting. I've got some interesting. You have some good ones.
0: Yeah, very different. I like that you write them from a perspective where you already have an opinion because it's more fun. Because if you wrote it, you didn't care. Mm -hmm. It'd be like kind of boring. Mm -hmm. But like you coming in here, Mm -hmm. pause, and you're like, all right. Each one I have a very strong, (laughs) (laughs) very very strong opinion. I guess no, it's good. I think it's more fun that way. I'll tell Dan as well when he's here to have a uh, the stronger the opinion, the the better it is. Even if people disagree and stop watching, Mm -hmm. I don't think. I'm just so happy it wasn't my opinion. It's why people tuned out. because <laughs> <laughs> no demands no, no. wrestling. In no, it's because people appreciate it. Wrestling,
1: honestly. Like, no, I feel like a lot of people love it. Season. I feel like I'm in the minority. It was, for sure. yeah. Like, yeah people fuck cool. there, there was one, uh, that UK YouTuber, and he was like probably a year above me, so he would have grown up watching it, and he made a tweet like, I fucking hated wrestling when I was younger. I everyone said <laughs> yeah, everyone's getting on to it. Everyone everyone's getting on to him. I was like, yo, deserve it. Like, so it's probably better to yeah. shut the fuck up. Yeah, down. you shouldn't it. I, do, yeah.
0: I don't hate it enough to tweet if, if about it. If you
1: tweeted about it, then I think get you would.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but me. I wouldn't have mm-hmm. put myself through that. No, no, so no. Dan, we have this segment. Um, we have two different segments we alternate between. So this week we're doing overrated, underrated. So Dan, baby D has come up with a bunch of things uh, that we okay. can say are overrated or underrated. You know, sometimes you can say they're adequately rated but it's more fun if you go either way and the more opinionated you are the funer this is like mm-hmm. as in let's and it's okay to be uh a prick about it so hang on let me what can i play maybe this let one. Go.
1: let's go dad <laughs> uh first one first one uh we'll keep it music related okay the artist's future overrated
2: overrated Oh, right.
1: <laughs> oh my god! No, no, no! Do you no. think he's swing. underrated? He's underrated. Yeah, hundred percent. Because people think he raps only about money. He only mumble raps. He he doesn't rap on beat. He doesn't. But honestly, if you listen to what he says, he raps about love, romance, money, success, fame. Like he's he's such like I can't. I mean, it's not that. It's not that. He's
2: the package.
1: Why do I? Why
0: do I?
2: <laughs> Why do I have to listen so closely, though? Why can't I just hear him? Uh,
0: but you, uh, but yeah. you could say that about Rapidy. You could say sometime, but we say yeah. you have to listen hard right. to, to anybody. Uh, no, I don't know, man. Does he have longe-
2: Does he have longevity, guys? Come on, he ain't going to be around in a few years.
1: He will. He's just he m- will. He
2: he'll, he he'll, this- he'll own an em- he'll own an empire, but he ain't going to be making music.
1: There's this like crazy statistic about like most number one on record labels, and he's like up there with Jay Z, Eminem, like I think he's like third of all time in terms of record label
0: releases number mm-hmm. ones or something. Right. So, like, question that this is always the thing that our old asses say about the new music. Like, mm-hmm. uh, would do you think people who are maybe eighteen now and they get married in their late twenties or some shit, mm-hmm. are they going to be playing future at their weddings?
1: Like, is that what, like, if, your grandma's going to have to listen to? If the case was, like, I so happen to get married tomorrow, I would have future wedding. 100%. Like, plain. Oh. Like, 110%. Like, no so what doubt. What kind of shoes no do I well, wear? You wear whatever what you wear. What kind of shoes <laughs> do I wear to the wedding? Like, <laughs> Jordans with my you, Yeezy's slackers? Yeezy's only. Yeezy's yeah. only. Yeah. 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 But honestly, no. Straight. future. For I'll start everyone, saving them. Everyone has this stigma about him that he's shit and he only wraps up one thing and... You can't understand them, but I was
2: you. You can understand it, but it's not uh, like I think. I honestly think it's a generational thing, to be honest. Because um, I've tried, and like I, I can't even name a song that has ever stood out to me. Mm. Y'all gonna hate Dan. This means we're not like listen. We have wrestling, and that's gonna make our relationship <laughs> okay. strong. Yeah, I'm happy. With you. I'm but, happy. Uh, It's not even that I hate him. I just, it's not that I, it's not that I hate Future. I just think, I just don't think, you know, that's, that is the, well, literally the future of uh, the music scene. Like, it's, it's a, it's a flash in a pan, man. He made a lot of money and now he's got to invest his money and he'll, he'll be a rich fucker for the rest of his life. But trust me, he ain't a musician, bro. I know, man. He's got melodies
1: and flows. I like, I know, I really like him. I really like him. Feature, and I feel like there's the whole stigma about the only him only being a mumble rapper who raps about nothing. I think that's very wrong, Mm -hmm. unless you actually, if you got up his lyrics for example, and if you really wanted to actually, if you really want to tell what he was saying, you actually read the lyrics, you'd read like it's very different to what you would assume. But like, yeah, yeah, on the face of it, it's like, oh, fuck this guy because he can barely even rap, and like he's just trying to, he's just an auto tune sort of thing. But like, I I understand, he's
2: He's famous for a reason. Like I don't yeah, get me wrong. I mean, he's he's obviously smarter than I am, so he's obviously doing something right. But it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's a club. It's a club thing. I just like missed the boat. I'm sure if I uh, high school back in the day, I'd probably be banging it. Like, you know, yeah, uh, my my age group, like we all thought Diddy was like the fucking god back then. But then I got older. <laughs> I'm like, God, this guy's. This guy literally yelled out, "He's taking old songs and making them better," and I never even picked up on that. And then I'm going back. And then I'm going back to all
0: the old songs. I'm like, "This motherfucker stole everything!" <laughs> like, Jesus.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, it's uh You're right. I think it's just generation thing. Oh, I feel so. like it's like the the this generation stuff. A lot of it's like no substance, just vibes. So it's all yeah. About, it's like and, a vibe. Yeah. It doesn't have to say anything. They don't care
2: for sure but for d, but for d it's it's an emotional attachment it's cuz it, it reminds him of his, his his growing up now because that's it's a part of his life it's right
3: true. for
2: for me it's it, it's cuz i relate to this because i'm preaching old stuff to young guys all the time and it's i i get it because yeah. i'm i'm literally try, i'm literally trying to do the same thing with like uh well, not my dad but like just like people who are older would never understand hip hop like there's just like a lot of people, a generation, there's a generational gap of, like, hip-hop's not even accepted, right? Mm-hmm. So now I'm a different, mm-hmm. I'm a newer generation who loves hip-hop, but now I'm critiquing any style of genre that comes into the realm of hip-hop. So for me, is he a hip-hop artist? I don't know. I mean, I feel like he's an evolved hip-hop artist in a different sector of hip-hop.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's, it's not really hip-hop to me. I feel like it's kind of the Drake route. It's like it's a meticulously well thought out pop genre of rap. There you go. That's a take. Yeah,
1: you're right. I agree. I agree. agree. Yeah.
2: And he made a lot of money, so you can't deny success. That's I, that's all I'll say.
0: I don't because want to insult anyone. Anyway. I can't even add anything to that.
1: That's true. That's true
0: next right, one next
1: one next one we'll uh, we'll go uh, very very different very different topic uh, avocado mm-hmm. overrated underrated Ooh.
0: Like underrated. It's underrated
1: underrated it's, it's underrated. underrated it's overrated you know what I,
4: after I, you I, eat I, it and you can <laughs> make a fucking plan out of it
2: cunts do that <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. bloody river <laughs> it's
2: gorgeous see hey. No, she'll
0: show you. A tad. Oh. And, uh, I, I just, love it. Give it,
2: or... a, give it a bite, No. How's
1: the taste? Yeah, give it a <laughs> bite right now. Give it a nib. Well. Give it a little nibble. No. A little nibble. No. Have <laughs> a Actually,
2: it's underrated That's for like sure. 80, I, just, right? I
1: think it's just overrated gave, um, because... I, I, love, no. I love avocado. It's great, but I feel like people speak about it as if it's changed their lives. And I feel like people also speak about it like it tastes amazing or it tastes like this. But it's it's good, but it's not like in that world-class category of amazing food, like it's good. But sure, people act yeah. like it's unreal. Like, it's all right. Like, it's good. I like it. Mm. I, that's why I think it's over it. Not because I think it's good bad. good for you. But I think Healthy it's... Healthy oils for your body.
2: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: okay
2: the uh the overratedness for sure is the the extra charge it's like the yeah
4: yeah when they're
2: yeah. like I said three three for smash that high toast like 250 i'm like give me the whole avocado bitch yeah, not just <laughs> like a spoon like, get out of here the they said, like, spread it on your shit you're like that's like not it's like this much
0: yeah it's like it's
1: rude really <laughs>
2: don't act, don't act like it's just I guess yes. D I agree. Stop acting
0: like it's fucking rare. It's not a rare it's fucking not a rare thing. thing. You can get it in. Yeah. You can go in in that with that with that point, it probably is a little overrated because people it. go a little too hard mm. with it and then they, you know, they drain people's pockets just mm. for this little extra thing. For Tiff, sure. But Tiffa says this is funny. She's like underrated, and this is to Dan. I guess you don't even understand food, mate. <laughs> <laughs> disrespect. i fu- <laughs> <laughs> I love.
2: Uh, I love me a good guac. Actually, it's yeah. funny because um, uh, uh, my 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 newborn, my, my boy Jack, he's uh, five months, and we we just uh, we started feeding him, and his first food is uh, avocado. His first shoot, oh. his first food he ate, okay. ate the other day. So I would say it is underrated because fuck man, a baby a baby eats Bangs it. And that's a big fucking deal. Yeah, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? No, that's babies fair no the the babies, babies
1: and, got and, them baby's baby's refined no palates. Babies no food. Know me? Know me? Real connoisseur. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, we'll love stick it. to the topic of food, okay? Uh, French fries dipped in milkshake. Ooh, underrated. Underrated as fuck. I far. love it's that. So it's Even so better, ice cream. ice cream.
0: Oh, even one. Even one. Yeah. It's great. What do you guys reckon? I've done that yeah, it like it's, once. It's funny. Yeah, Tops, I have done it and once, and it was it was, it was pretty good. No. Um,
4: Oh, Same dead thing, on? dead, done at once, crazy good, five bombs. Okay. I have to do it again. I haven't been reminded until right now. <clears throat> so thank you, sir.
0: Okay. <laughs> You're so. Um, just quickly coming back, Craig is saying uh, it doesn't grow in Canada, so we're paying for the plane ticket. That's a good point. <laughs> and uh, Tiff is saying about your boy Jack, what a wonderful young boy. knows about the guac. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, um, just, he's <laughs> a stud. He fucking knows the deal. But yeah, for the fries, <clears> it's really weird. It's like, you know, fried potato with salt. And you dip it in like, say like a caramel sundae or a milkshake, whatever. It's the same consistency, yeah, yeah. I guess. And it's just almost like that sweet ice cream, even if you get a little bit of the fudge or something mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm.
1: And like, it just, I don't know why it works, but it works. The sweet and the savoury I guess so it is, right? Been, like, On so paper, so it's to sound Yeah, it doesn't sound right. But like, honestly, it's yeah. that's
0: amazing. Here we go. Uh, Craig saying, my wife, he put me onto the strawberry shakes and fries. Yeah. So he you go. Oh you know the gosh, fucking vibes, right? there there You go. fucking oh. vibes. Amazing. You know what I'm saying? You know you know what they say, so. You know the fucking vibes? Um, I'm, I'm here for them. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> okay, wait, wait. I gotta... <laughs> where are you going uh, let me Let me say a couple things to Dan. You dopey cunt. Do I fucking know? <laughs> You're cunt. No? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can you what, for one second, not be a fuckwit? <laughs> I don't oh, think shit. I fucking that know. That you can't I mean... get the fuck out of here. It's the uh, oh, demo wow. and Darren at the train
4: station. Uh, yeah, it's, well, it's one, one of the best embedded shorts you've ever seen. It's
0: it's the greatest the thing boom. to ever ever happen to the internet. Ever come out oh. before? Oh.
1: Always do this, well. to me. All right, next one. To next Roy. one. Um, American football. So not uh, not actual football and oh. NFL. Like overrated. overrated. Overrated as fuck. Heaven so overrated. bad. Oh my god, I hate that sport. <laughs> I hate that. Sport. I don't I hate it. it. No, I think people get I think way, it's, way too excited. It's, a it's racist, it's, a it's
4: boring, it's slow, and it's, shit. It's just but there's too, lots of good it's people so to play, it's play it's the game. Wow, you said like, people wrestling. In yeah. oh, hey, no, I can fuck off with It's so that bad. Shit, like, and, like, ditch, they can yeah,
1: literally peace. ditch the whole NFL and I'll be happy. Like, it's <laughs> so bad. Like, like, you can't You can't play a game of American football for more than like 60 seconds without stoppage. And that to me is so nonsensical. It makes no sense. Like, they, they, it's Fuck. Just okay,
2: y'all y'all sound so crazy. First of all, you don't <laughs> even know fucking football. You guys call it you guys call it gridiron from where I've been when I'm in Australia. You don't even know how to call it. it I'm like, what are you calling it gridiron for? And stop calling it ice hockey. You guys don't know American sports, okay? The NFL <laughs> is the highest crossing sport in the fucking world. Oh, and I'm a man. diehard Green Bay Packer fan. You know why there's stoppage? Because it's war on a field. It's guys <laughs> fucking setting up plays to kill each, other each each minute and you have a time time limit to get that play in. It's fucked. I love the NFL. I love the playoffs. Do or die. One game only. You're out. No playoffs. Fuck that shit. One game wins it all. Super Bowl. Fuck. Yeah. That's how NFL 16, does it too. Boom. And and it's 16 weeks. It's fucking over in 16 weeks. That's nothing Every Sunday. All the games on at once. It's my favorite day of the week. I fucking drink with my pops and my brother and we fucking love our pack go pack go. Cheesehead for life.
0: <laughs> I had a feeling you were gonna be passionate about this that makes me happy. That is amazing. <laughs> Craig, is here. CTEs. That. Craig is saying he CTEs. Craig is saying and brain damage.
2: Yeah. Oh. Hey, there he is. Oh. Look at that. I have I have everything in this house. It's I have Congrats everything. My oh, family, I my really my, my, my family has. Uh, we own. A, it's the only team in uh, in all sports that, the, that actually the fans own. We bought our old man uh, stock in the team uh, over ten years ago when they opened it up. So we're, we're actually owners. We're a family. We have a few stocks in the team.
0: That's hilarious! Wow. You know what? Like I, we, I didn't think it's possible. Really, what? It, I, I, I guess you understand. We're none of us are from from Canada or North America, so mm-hmm. we couldn't possibly. Understand. I mean, you Dan calls soccer football. We call Aussie rules football. Football. It's it's actual football. So all of us, we can (laughs) all because you know that Aussie rules is actual football.
1: (laughs) But like, I, I somewhat agree. Like, I I kind of agree. Aussie rules is still football. (laughs) You're not picking up (gasps) on (laughs) it. You, don't think you, you don't know,
2: realize, I, I like. It's I good. liked it. I, I enjoyed. it. I enjoyed uh, when I was out there. I, I we were watching. Uh, it was it Queensland and uh, there was a crazy game? We saw a fucking crazy game. It was so I think you're fun. talking
1: about rugby. Yeah, because yeah, you just have
2: in Queensland the rugby uh, state origins. of origin.
1: State of origin. Origins.
2: Okay, then that was a rugby game. See, yeah. this is what I mean. I have no right to else. ever. <laughs> I have no right to ever talk about. That's right. We don't talk stuff about stuff either. Stuff. But it's because like, we're, uh, we're not. Because when I'm there, everyone loves it, right? So I'm not going to be like, ah. Uh, this is trash. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do. Or like, even <laughs> the fucking cricket, like, it was too long, but they cricket loved it. I was like, fuck, cricket okay.
1: Sucks. Cricket's trash. trash.
0: Wow, Dude, so we're all on the same page with that. You know what, though? Like, okay. I don't like, well, I feel like as an entrepreneur, like, and I know this, I get it, but I think sports are a waste of time. I think it's just such a distraction, and I got banned to do it one time. But. I understand the value of it. I I've been to we, we saw um, who did we see no fucking Atlanta um, Falcons a- game and Kansas and, City. And what, okay, oh, and, you oh know, for the the NFL, yeah yeah. In in Atlanta, um, we went to the stadium, and it was, was a really amazing. it was an amazing experience. It was so epic. Like we went, I've been to all all the sports I could possibly go to. I've seen it all live. I love it. I love going to live sports. Yeah. It's fun as fuck. I've been to a million NBA games and like whatever, like. Tennis. I used to go to the Australian Open all the time. Like, oh, I fuck with it in that context, but I don't have. I think it's just like such a. Awesome in person, time. you fucks with it. That's, exactly. In person, I'm down for it, but yeah, I don't have a. Problem I think. I think you just don't have a like team. That. You know, if you don't have a I team, I mean, what's, I the, teams, what's the point? Uh, I got teams for everything. I still don't. I'm like. you For NFL? No, no, i not Soccer? Yeah. Oh, not soccer. No. Wow. Course. Well how would I I'd never. I, you had to tell me Who even plays mm, okay. I don't know anything About soccer But I got You know obviously Toronto Raptors And I guess I sort of moved around A bit for NFL But usually probably Just Atlanta Because I was like i banged back with them But I used to fuck With San Francisco Back in the day Because I had the jersey mm. And then um, Whatever So I got I had teams It's not like You know baseball Obviously Toronto And blah 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 But like I just and I, Oh hockey Sorry Leafs I have to stay in the Leafs Because I was in Toronto First blah 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 But like I don't know. I just don't care because if I'm sitting there watching sports, it's a distraction, and I'm doing too much. Like we have, we have one, we have probably like six hours a week where we don't work, like on Saturday nights. Or yeah, that's literally all. Like this is work or podcast or stuff it's work. As soon as you finish, is work. It's just I, I can't justify spending time on sports. But I get it. I'm I'm
1: I'm do you
0: think? Craig is saying Pittsburgh directing money away from schools to build their stadium. phew <sighs>
1: The
2: Steelers, I believe, I believe the Steelers would be doing that because, well, first of all, Americans are fucked. If we're just going to break down like the mm-hmm. NFL, I mean, it's, it's a corrupt, all sports are corrupt, right? but like, um, yeah, I don't, that's why Green Bay is the only team you should cheer for because it's, it's, it's the only team that's owned by the people. It's crazy guys. Like if you actually read about it, like it's the town and I've been to Green Bay uh, twice with my dad and my brother and, uh, it's, it's incredible. Like the, the feeling, it's like the twilight zone. You just drive around and everyone is wearing green Bay clothes of, of, of any kind. Shoes, fucking pants. Every house we went during house Christmas. Got there, mate. No one has, no one has, oh, the cheese is phenomenal. And the <laughs> <laughs> some, yeah. of, some, of, some of the best breweries in the fucking world, uh, are in right in Wisconsin. Um, what up? and, uh, like Spotted Cow have you had Spotted Cow yeah
4: New
1: Glare Spotted Cow oh yeah, uh, yeah
2: they're fucking amazing they're amazing yeah. but uh yeah like even during Christmas time like everyone has just green and yellow lights and shit it's so fucking hilarious man yeah. but yeah, yeah I believe Pittsburgh I believe Pittsburgh's taking money 100% I mean trash. all those teams all those teams are trash man hot garbage well, alright
1: next one so we're, we're <laughs> <at> two <laughs> hours <laughs> I'm like bro you, you I smoked weed at the perfect time like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so good my next one is Trash TV. Trash TV? Like, I know, like The Bachelor or Love Island or just Dumb
2: TV. It's um, overrated. It's, oh, hopefully it uh, dies soon. Me and it's, your underrated. Line. Underrated. It's,
1: it's underrated. It's underrated. I fuck it. it. I love Dumb Ash. I love actually. it so that's much. That's one love thing. Peace. I
0: would rather watch watch the Kardashians and the sports show than the show. Okay, that, that's Anything. wild. I would, I would rather do
4: <laughs> neither. Rather make a beat or mix a song. Well,
0: same, but if I had to choose, I'm just saying like, I'd rather waste uh, my time doing that.
4: It's funny. Listen the music and look at the, the wall or outside.
0: Uh, like, do you know what? Shows that like love is blind. Yeah, that it's is so like fucking hilarious. dumb. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. I used to hate it. And the only time we watch TV is with dinner. So you're eating food. Well, is the only yeah. time I let myself do something for, like, 30 to 60 minutes, whatever. And sometimes, like, we would watch different stuff, like, whatever, The Circle or Netflix mm-hmm. or The Love is Blind was so dumb. I don't know. It was, like, it's... It, I, I got I got an appreciation for it over time. At first, I would have been like, "Yo, like this is the."
2: Yeah, hardest. but Craig, it's different because you you appreciate the production value. You don't give a fuck about the show. You're 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 probably watching in a different light because there's it's the it's the job it's the it's the it's the way they like. I have I've been forced to watch all this shit. Like, I, and I love my wife, but like I would watch it with her. And her sisters, like during COVID, Love is Blind came on. I didn't know this yeah, you saw the fucking joke. show. Yeah, oh, so man. dumb. And, uh, so when, COVID, when COVID happened, it just so happened that her sisters had nowhere to be, so we all lived together. And uh, we, you know, I'm just, I get, I'd be fucked. I'd like go downstairs and I don't get to choose the show. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what are you watching? And then I just got, I didn't get sucked in. I just sat and like waited for it to end. <laughs> and honestly, man, like I hate, I hate that stuff. Like, it was That's great that. when like Survivor came out. Like, Survivor's still fucking good. I don't even watch it, but I know people like it a lot still. But like, what was it, Big Brother and Survivor? Like, what really
0: started this so, fucking enigma yeah, big of reality TV? But, yeah, I think it was Survivor. You're right. I think it was the very fa- and then Big Brother was basically next. Big Brother, and then um, right uh like the american idol the british one pop star like um, x-factor, oh, um, X-Factor. So, yeah
2: that brought like they random stories yeah. about to anybody like yeah. strangers people just want to and people like the embarrassing like it's the embarrassment factor it's like we're just like yeah. horrible human drama like, now, do you know what it is to, it's drama yeah
0: it's really but, like
2: the drama is so stupid and it's like that's what bothered me like yeah as soon as it was over i i I was like, listen, I'm choosing the next show we watch and you got like all three all three of you have to sit through it no matter how long it is. <laughs> I like this
0: pictures That's mine. <laughs> but uh, that's yeah, so yeah, That was the Christmas oh, you know. one. Called Twelve Dates of Christmas. It's
1: horrible. So but bad, it like, was great. It's like,
0: so bad. It's good. And we have a thing as well <laughs> where we watch. Dude, he loves all of them. He Dad loves does? all of these. Yeah. Shows. No, it's crazy. all my, my friends watch that. Talking about so the bad, bad, bad movies thing, we oh have my a God, thing which ties. Movies. I think.
1: I think this. This explains <laughs> our thing. Yeah. So we over Christmas we just watched a bunch of really, really, really bad movies. In, like intentionally, intentionally, like just because they were bad and it was, it was so funny. Just how much they. They didn't just all you do. doing... So
0: what the fuck? They, yeah. that? It's like, it was did you that's not consistent. Dry. Look at the sign. It's different. <laughs> the, the sign's different. Like <laughs> all of <the>, like, two <laughs> scenes and shit. It's like, so almost <laughs> Honestly, like fun. And maybe so that comes fun. back to what you said earlier, Dan. Like you maybe are right. Because we're picking out, out the production yeah, of it. Yeah, the yeah, true, acting. True. Like in reality TV. One that I actually liked. Tiff got me into the Real Housewives of Atlanta. At first, she's always put it on. And it just sounded like... And I was like, turn it off. Shut up. Mm-hmm. But then... I don't know why all of a sudden over this Christmas, it just kind of like clicked. I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, oh, I get it. There's a pattern to it. And maybe that's what it is. It's the analyzing. And as soon as I understand the pattern and then the interpersonal relationships between these people, I'm like, okay, so yeah, she's a fucking idiot. It. This girl is actually a boss and that sees She's got this company <laughs> and this company and this company. And then she hates this bitch because she was so shit. I'm like, and I start right? to understand and it.
2: And then it's all the editing, right? It's all, it's all editing editing,
0: and editing and cue,
2: to cue to this stupid fucking part, or like, all right, show this girl jumping <laughs> in the hot tub now. All right, now we got to show this guy in the shower with this girl. Like, let's just let's make a story out of this out of nothing. I mean, literally, po- podcasts are fucking reality. It's reality TV. It's just now it's on. It's just vocal, and we're just listening to people live, and we don't even know who they are. I mean, that's it's the same fucking thing. I mean. Would podcasts even be something without reality TV? That's something that you would think about, too.
0: There's certain genres of podcasts that probably wouldn't exist because of that, like, for sure.
2: Because it's real time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. real time. It's like people just talking.
0: That's true. And it's mm-hmm. like it can be edited and manipulated to be like that. But it doesn't you know, have to be because it's natural anything.
2: and organic. And people yeah. love that. They love it. It's a connection. Because that's the thing, right? This is us, like, breaking down this shit. It's yeah. like reality, reality TV... Is us just trying to find faults in other people so we don't feel bad about ourselves, right? And essentially, like we're looking at, we're just like basically making fun of people, and then you hate, you'll hate yourself if you relate to one of those characters for sure. You'd be like, "Fuck that guy, he sucks."
0: That's a really great (laughs) point. You see something in yourself. There's a bunch of comments following up on that. Uh, Craig says it's an exercise in sociology in its worst mode. Well, agreed as well. Uh, definitely sociology and he'll say like 90 day fiance exactly uh, mm-hmm. the one that people like Tiff saying this is about real highest of land She said like, candy's on there and she's a boss candy breast from escape so she's a boss she wrote no scrubs tlc and she did all the escape records which are incredible so you know she's oh. actually cool and uh, and also a lot of artists and personality we know are on it which makes it interesting that's a good point it's the first reality tv show with a radio shadow what does that mean you know
2: what she means.
0: The first reality show was a radio show. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah, Dan. So, yes. Yeah, so, you are right. There you go. So, you're right, Dan. Um, Uncle D, that the first reality Crazy. show was a radio thing. So, it has played, they took it from audio to television. Then, we've taken it back to audio. And then, we've brought Whoa. in this video again. It's almost like this full circle thing. Because Whoa. even podcasts started having video bro <laughs> this is <laughs> too much That has it is, sound, effects, is... sound effects sound oh, effects for that quick that's, quick that's quick um what do I need what what, what are you looking for like podcast know, inception man. yeah uh,
4: twilight something.
1: music um <laughs> oh. oh dude it's kind of frizzy now dude <laughs>
2: What is what is in this league,
4: man? <laughs> hmm. Answers, we have them.
2: <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Bro, this is fuck my face. is
0: I guess I sorry. sorry.
1: It's gonna go. It's actually no, like that was way longer than I thought. I guess for like three done. minutes. Yeah, so full it goes on long. Wow. wow. <sighs> okay, okay, we good. We well, got last my one heart was started. Last one. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. It's awesome. quite mood setting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's nice almost mood the mood longest green. podcast ever. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I went through a lot of. I just went through a lot in the
4: last. <laughs> <20s>. <laughs> we cool. should like get a hug going, and somehow like. Yeah. I'm here, bub. Like.
2: Maybe bring back the claps. Maybe bring back good clap. just for yeah, just to make it. No, oh, thanks, guys. Well done. Yes, good good, show. Job. good job. You guys were all great. You guys are all great. And a little a little louder. There you go. Oh, hey, back, back to, okay. okay. to the man. Applause and a boner. I'm way. Yeah, but I was going to say oh.
0: boner too. That's
1: hilarious. I was like, <laughs> boner, <laughs> boner. All right. Last boner. one. Last one. Um, Bringing it back to the music. Okay. The UK music scene overrated, underrated. Ooh.
2: In, in any specific genre or just general rap? rap. Uh, Ooh. the rap. Oh, I mm-hmm. guess yeah, for sure. Underrated. I mean, mm-hmm. Loyal Carner is probably my one of my all time favorites right now. Loyal Carner's a G. Um, I know him. If you listen to Waving, uh, Drowning, Not Waving, first mm-hmm. of all, best album name I've ever heard. Uh, it's an incredible record. Uh, incredible, Loyal Carner. It's super underrated, mm. man. For okay. sure. Those guys should be way they should be way bigger and their crossover should uh, should uh, be a, I think a bit more thorough, but I mean it's all the algorithm. That's why music's great. You got to pass it on. I like that. What do you think,
0: Nose? Um I actually I forgot, forgot the, question. the question. Oh, is um British UK hip hop scene is it overrated? Oh, before?
4: yes. So okay, so pockets, I guess are underrated, but mostly I guess I need to be exposed to more. So I guess it's kind of properly rated because I don't know enough. How's that? Fair enough.
1: I like that. I'll accept that.
0: I'll probably say it's underrated because of the lack of it's, – it's very local. The sum of it I think is, is horrible, but then you can say it about anything. Some is not great. Some is amazing. So, like – it, it has the spectrum I think that has a, I think overall that's why I asked if you talk about hip hop because I think mm-hmm. British music period is the greatest music the, the British soul artists I don't know if much has really touched them like most artists I love like I love that I touch my fucking soul are from the UK mm-hmm. so I, mm-hmm. I have, I, have a, I fuck with it so heavy I think with the stuff that you fuck with the thing is if you're not from there sometimes you know you've got bigger artists like Stormzy whatever Skepta and stuff that crossover and and such in the hip hop world. But then you got a lot of the other stuff is super hyper local and and niche in that. And and it's one of those things, right? Where at the same token with that nicheness, sometimes it's like, if you're speaking to everybody, you're speaking to no one. If you're speaking to a niche, that niche people like they love British hip hop because it's British rap. And they want to hear them talk about those British things and use those slang terms to talk Mm. about those places yeah. That's authentic to them. And that's why people love it. They don't have to be anything else. So I
1: yeah, I fuck with it. I, I, I really dig it. Yeah, same underrated hundred percent. Like if it wasn't for like I really think it was if it wasn't for Drake, I really think no one would need him all back in the in the greater in the greater like Stormzy, I feel like Stormzy sort of I feel like even with Storms, I feel yeah. like he's he's his opportunities were from Drake's Yeah, yeah. I feel like without honestly without Drake or without the emergence of artists like Burner Boy like I really feel like the UK music scene wouldn't even, or well, the UK rap especially wouldn't have transitioned over. Feel mm. like Drake and Skepta, especially like Skepta's link up with Drake really changed a lot of things. And then Drake did the song Gigs as well, yep. and it's like it mm. really changed a lot of stuff. But like, to a point where Drake is making songs with really small UK artists at the time, like Heavy One, he was not, he's not—he's not big. He's not really that big at all in mm. comparison to those mm. like, like right. Stormzy and Skepta and shit. But the fact that Drake's even making songs with him. But like he's really transitioned a lot and feel like he's the reason why we have an international presence. Hmm. I think.
2: Well, that could also just be because there's a younger generation that's coming out of the UK. Drake right? Don't don't be young. Uh how old is Dre? What's he Drake got? I is... Um, thirty four? yeah, thirty four,
0: something. Thirty three, like thirty four. Okay, so yeah, thirty four. So I'm four?
2: so I'm four, I'm four years older and that doesn't really mean anything. But I feel like uh well he he's just a smart businessman if, it, if the names that you're you're mentioning are like the you know Stormzy, fucking slow tie mm-hmm. like Stefflon don these are these are people who are like mainstream right yeah but yeah, yeah. little Sims is super Sims underrated is
1: She's probably amazing.
2: probably one of my favorite artists in the last five years um mm-hmm. like I said, loyal Karner. You guys do need to get on Loyal Carner. Yeah. If you ever listened to Tom, if you ever listened to Tom Mish, you would have heard Loyal Carner on a couple of songs. Spitting. Oh yeah, I do like Tom Mish. Here, yeah. Oh. Um Who else was there? Gets is pretty badass. Gets yeah. is
1: incredible, man. He's so good. Dave, um, Dave is yeah. great. Dave is amazing
2: as well. Um, I'm just like going through this list, but it's not a lot, which means it's underrated because there's probably a lot of people who are good and are not mm-hmm. getting any any
0: uh love it's 100%. nice to see it grow though like this and even just the stuff that you showed us because yeah. like it's interesting having you here as far mm-hmm. as like bringing that uk and i guess you haven't added stuff as much lately i guess yeah, that if, you, if right. you heard something you put it out there but yeah but it's like, it's
1: like nowadays much, unless right? it's like there's like these whole like grime and drill youtube like, channels and it's like some of music's so similar, and it's just kind of boring
2: like, and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, guys, guys, Fuck. I, I really reckon... You're from the UK. I really... I urge all of you to put on that album tonight, the Loyal Karner album. It was uh, top five for me. It uh, was it? Three, three years ago it came out. He's oh, putting out so, well, many, so many other... He put out so many other projects. And actually, I forget what show it was. Maybe it was an HBO show, and the end credits was one of his tracks, and that was the first time I ever heard him. And I, yeah, uh, I had to Google it. I had to, I had to Google. It. I was like, "What the fuck?" The beat was so dirty. Back okay.
4: Uh, okay. to my Madlib. Oh,
2: uh,
1: all right, I'm with it, man. I'm it. we'll listen to it right since we're done. I'm with it. We uh, we're gonna be you, working off the. You guys, you guys will all
2: love that. You guys will all love that. Like uh, hands down, that's it's oh, the shit you love. He and with he's so articulate.
0: Yo. He's worked with everybody. Jordan Reiki's from um, Kiwi, uh, I knew a yeah. from Australia, but he he's got he's produced for him. Oh, Jordan bro, is Rake, fucking Rake, sick. He's crazy. That Yo. new song, he did. Yeah, that whole album. He did that whole really weird album. Which is his latest one? Okay, I'm already. I'm so Madly Beach. That's crazy. And Madlib too. Oh, Charlotte Day Wilson, fuck off. Okay, I'm here for it.
2: Listen, bro, just get on that album now, and then wait till you hear him on like all of his the tracks. The his featured tracks, like even when he's just featured, you're just like. Every time I played them at Layla, let's just say this. Every time I played them, there would always just be someone come up to the bar and ask one of us, like, sorry, what, what's playing right now?
0: All, All the right. time. On it. Done, done. 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 Yeah, in Georgia, no, she mentioned. That's fucking great. That's some features. sound on the All right. On it. Um, so with that, and we're now at two and a quarter hours, so maybe we'll wrap it up and instead of having a of people fuck with it down this has been epic i like it it's like those you know we didn't want to cut it off for the sake of an arbitrary time frame because when the was fire the convos fire and the, the, the viewers stayed the whole time except for the rest fire. of the conversation they came back so um <laughs> hey man i'm here for it I'll oh, dude thank you so much for hanging out this is a real pleasure pleasure to be able to chat with you on like a different vibe than we <clears> always do on you know you've been on BOS, like i said a couple of times so it's stoked that you come through here we could just like chat music, because just like you, man, I feel like I don't get to do it as much. We get to do it every week. It's my favorite thing about this podcast. I mean, it's an excuse for all of us to talk about music. So it's, you know, it's, your passion for this is, is totally perfect. And this is like great energy as always, bro. So I appreciate your time, man. It's fucking uh, Yeah, man, roll. I just want to hang amazing. out. I was I just selfishly just wanted to chill with you. That's all. No, let's like, I feel like we could do this, like, you know, every, every few months or something, come through, hang out, let's have a little session. It's great. Bring some vibes. No, totally wrestling. I like
2: share. I like sharing (laughs) lots a lot lot of music. Honestly, that's like my favorite thing to do. So, if you ever do want, and if your listeners want, on Spotify, follow Laylo TO Yes, because we do uh, we do uh, the daily routine every every Friday, which we just add all the new music that we like. That would be the suit the Laylo vibe essentially, but it's all new music. It's constantly, and we're always releasing new playlists to keep people up on uh, new tunes.
0: Perfect, man. And also, make sure that hey, where can everybody follow you online and to, to keep up on the beers and also the new merch drugs and stuff?
2: Uh, Lalo at Lalo Shop. That's all you really need. At Lalo Shop. And then everything is there from there to Lalo Radio, Lalo Brewery, Lalo Laughs.
0: I love it. Yeah, fuck I just remember we have to take the thumbnail. Uh, want to hold something? I'm going to take a screenshot. Yeah, let these mad damn no. Yeah, hold that up. Hold that up. Yeah. Don't want to see your pretty face? Okay, fuck it.
4: This is a face up.
0: Oh, look at that. there's that ice cream right there. Beautiful. It's that motherfucking Oh, hang on. Wait, you did a funny face. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's good. Yes, yeah, gangster. All right. Um, so make sure to check that. Uh, check out Dan. Dan, stick around. I'm going to wrap this up and stick around. We can wrap up after. Uh, no, where can everyone find you, Matt?
4: Boom. Um, at Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, and Le Facebook. Uh, at Note Studios on Instagram and Facebook. Brand new website, refamp, Illnotes dot com. Fucking pitches, mixing, mastering examples. Check it out. How you going? Wait, I'm trying to find all the... All right, there it is. There it is. Go check it out. Illnotes dot com. Scratch it up. Baby D.
1: Uh, I, Dan Johnson, on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, I obviously stream video games on Twitch. HTFGXMING on Twitch. I'm hitting up Wednesday, Saturday, Sundays. Probably mm. streaming more. You know, you know how it goes. You
0: can, you can get me CWFOR, Instagram and Twitter. Um, guys, everyone, thank you so much for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, make smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below. Hit that fucking notification bell. Ding-a. So you know when all the new episodes drop. Make sure you follow us everywhere on social media at the Movement Fam and also follow bad habits with CN Notion on all the fucking um Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that nonsense. We are everywhere. Make sure you give us a subscribe and if you're on Apple Podcast, give us a little rating, it helps a lot. Um we are back every Monday, eight thirty PM Eastern. Guys be safe, enjoy the week. Fucking get it in ya. Oh, hang on a sec. No, I need to play this first, don't I?
4: Get dog ba, up, yeah.
0: But, but, but,
4: Ah. Oh. get nude. <laughs> Together, dog. Right oh. through ya.
3: Yeah, come okay. Because.